0: Oh, hello and welcome to the Miles Driven podcast from our new studio with myself, Sam.
1: And me, Miles. Did you like
0: my professional new intro? That, that was very good. That mate. was very local radio. I yeah,
1: no, that was very good. Sam and I are both actually facing each other for once, which is unfortunate. But Yeah,
0: I mean well, actually, I, I've managed to angle myself so I don't have to look at you. No, that's true. I've yes. unfortunately <laughs> put my iPad straight in front of me. Yeah, So I have to look this way. And then can glance at you if I
1: desire to. If if worse, going it becomes worse, if I'm honest, um, do you wanna do you wanna cover what well, do you wanna tell listeners what you're gonna do today, or do you want me to go through everything? I've people will actually be able to see the little uh, notebook if they watch on uh, any of our clips on YouTube that I use. They'll be yours, but I'm cleverly holding oh, mine you've off camera. Oh, you hidden yours? Oh, I'm a
0: professional, one like you. So, so do you want me to? Uh, well, I can say what well, mine's more interesting. I
1: imagine probably, so, yeah. Okay. Um,
0: what I won't read is the title of my notebook that you've left
1: for me. Yes. Okay. While I've been gone over the weekend. Being that we're family friendly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I won't say that. Um, so I'm basically going to spend most of my stuff talking about my trip to Amsterdam over the weekend. Yeah. Not a lot else. It's all within that. So I'm going to talk about bicycles. Yeah. Not in a hateful way, which will surprise people. I'm going to not say the title of my second one, because I can't say that on the podcast. But I'm going to, sure. I am going to have a whinge this week.
1: Yes, and, and very about, much... About EasyJet.
0: So much it's very current affairs, Yeah, current affairs. Um, and we're going to discuss a car that we didn't know existed.
1: Yeah, well, again, one that Sam saw in uh, Amsterdam. So, so
0: as always, bring in the content. What yeah. are you going to talk about? Oh, if you are watching on YouTube as well, I don't know if this, this clip this probably we, won't, I won't go on YouTube. Put the start of
1: it. We'll put up some short but, clips.
0: As a teaser, if you do go onto YouTube, check out our new office space, yeah. you will see a model of, uh, an ex. Would you say it's not exclusive? What's the word I'm looking for? It's a limited edition model car that Miles stole off me <laughs> after I gave it to him to look after. Yeah. And a replacement 747 model that I purchased him from the airport.
1: So because my Sam home. broke the older.:: 747 um, 700- It's bigger, 71. it's better. Oh, better! Oh, it is better. This is a seven four seven four hundred. Oh, doesn't matter about yeah, the specifics. That was an eight, uh, eight. This or this has a this has an airline. Yes, yeah, so this does have the an airline. The other one just says Boeing on the side. I, I guess for people who are a bit aviation enthusiasts, they wouldn't necessarily need to guess out of Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam which airline is. Uh... I know one person that will have got it already. <laughs> yes, but yeah, okay. Well, you can tell people for, for who wouldn't have got it, and then we'll remind them this is a car podcast. But yeah, well, it's, they've got engines. Yeah, it's very really true. As oh, you can lo- see, there's four of them. There's lots of crossover. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, what have you got? I've got a story that I think we've mentioned previously in the podcast, but uh, Will, who had sent in a message before, he commented on one of our videos on YouTube about a Mini Cooper S. He's practically a presenter at this point. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but might as well be, yeah. And uh, I said to him on the on the comment, actually, we uh, the exact one he was suggesting, you and I had gone to go and see... Was it last year? Was it last uh, year? Yes, yeah.
0: unfortunately, I think it was.
1: Last summer. And I would tell the story of how that unfolded. Brilliant. Uh, there is... Actually, there's the part you're going to do about your cars. There's a quiz that I've got for Sam. Oh, okay. Which uh, I'll, I'll introduce everyone else in. And then there's, I think, quite an interesting subject that we want to touch on. And probably we'll, we'll go into it as far as we can from what we know. And that's to do with pollution... Uh, cars in general electronic vehicles everything else th- because there's there's a there's a there's a few other elements that are coming into play yeah and we did share an article on this a couple of weeks ago on the facebook
0: didn't we we did yeah a week or so ago anyway it would have been about it a week recently, and a half yeah yeah
1: and it was just something that sam and i we saw it i've now knocked my <laughs> stand you have so okay so it was sam for all that time and now it's me yep. knocking the stands okay um But this was something that I did a little bit more digging into because I wanted to understand. It was talking about vehicle weights, so I won't give it away, we'll wait to the section. But as I then looked into it, I thought, hold on a minute, this could really be pointing out something that a lot of people are not aware of. It didn't get the media coverage that I thought it would. No. And so, yeah, we'll we'll delve into that a little bit more. Um, Do you want to go first, Sam? I can do. What would you like me to start with? I'll let you pick. Let's talk about you leaving this country to go away on your holiday.
0: Okay, brilliant. So the way there was okay. Yeah, apart from the fact, what time did you go? up? Uh, we got up at 1.45. In the morning. Yep. Excellent. Uh, because my fairer half, although in this story she's definitely not my fairer half, <laughs> my be- definitely worse half, decided because we were going away from Friday to Sunday, she wanted to get a really early flight out there. So we got the whole day Friday, whole day Saturday, and then get a late flight back on Sunday. So we had the whole day Sunday. Which is good. So, yeah, good idea. It that way, yeah, it's a good idea. It's one of those really good in principle, really bad in actual real life circumstances okay. ideas. ideas. Um, so yeah, that was all right. I yeah. got up at one forty-five, got to the airport for half three because we were parking Luton Midstay. So you were going out of Luton? Yeah. Airport.
1: Okay. Luton Midstay. So you park up and you walk to the airport. It's probably yeah, a the... 10 minute 10, 15 minute walk, the mid stay, yeah. So you've got one where's short stay. You can park up basically a three minute walk from yeah, and then the mid stay is so About five 10 or ten. And then the long, long stay, stay you, get you would bus. get a you get a bus. Um, okay.
0: But the idea is that we get there for just before four. Checking would open at four, and obviously because of the news coverage that everything's every delayed every everywhere. airport is on fire yeah. everything's upside down yeah. there's no planes and everybody in the country is currently at whichever airport you're going to at the time chaos I think is the yeah. word that gets. so in. we walked in about. to Luton Airport about 3.40 we so a bit ahead of time so Sorry. 20 minutes early I think, you know, if we have to chill for 20 minutes before we can check Not in the end of the world, realistically yep. we're going to be in a queue of 6 billion people so we'll actually be late the queue was probably 100 people if
1: that we were in it for 10 minutes and the flight itself would have been a, a flight for about 130, 140 people, let's say, capacity. Yeah, but I mean, say, obviously it wasn't, just, it wasn't just But a, I'm, just, I'm just saying, if there was 100 people queuing... Oh, yeah, yeah. it was, But the yeah, news reports effective. I heard were... Oh, every plane is sold out. I was expecting out. it to be out the door. Yes.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, organised chaos would be a way of describing their queuing system. Okay. Um, they sort of get, they sort of split the queue into five or six different queues, if you like, but then they all sort of congregate in one area at the end. Oh, of So course, does it doesn't really make sense having five different
1: queues that end up in one queue... No. When you get there. And they don't have a, as far as I'm aware, you can correct me, but there isn't like a, a, I don't want to call it a class booking system, but first class, business class. No, they have speedy boarding. Oh, you can actually pay to be. You can
0: be speedy boarding, which I think you get if you buy a large cabin bag, you automatically get speedy boarding. Okay. Um, Which doesn't really help you with check-in. It just helps you when you get to the plane, you get to get on first, which if you fly an easy jet, why do you want to get on the plane first or yeah, sure, yeah. you want to get on last?
1: Well, this is the thing for me, you know, and listeners do let us know what you think of this. Whenever I've gone to fly anywhere, I've always had the opinion of even if I'm already at the gate, I don't want to get on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like planes. But the yeah, last yeah. thing I want to do is sit on the thing for 20 minutes before, before, we go, you need before to. anything yeah. happens. I know if everyone had that attitude, yeah. it would just never take off. <laughs> it's everyone. just a bunch of people just like playing poker at <laughs> But you know how some people would be, you know, oh, well, I've paid for, I don't know. But in Europe, there's not necessarily like a first class and economy. Yeah, That's more I've got long a story long. about that for the way home, actually. Okay. The speedy boarding thing. Yeah. Um,
0: you can't, we couldn't check in online because um, Kat's part of the booking was, so we booked separately. Hers was okay. a reusing a flight voucher from where she oh, didn't use a flight yes. last year and then I had to book separately. This was so, cancelled. a cancelled flight? Because yeah, of, so she yeah. got a voucher. Okay. Um, so she had the bag, but because it was a transferred bag from the original flight to this flight voucher, it wouldn't let us check in online because it was saying we had no bags. Right. So we had to queue up the long way around. Because you can just check in online, then you just do a bag drop, so yep. you don't have to queue up in the big queue. Yep. Although it seemed like that day that queue didn't exist anyway, so you would have had to queue up. When we get to the front of this queue, and the chap's like, I said to her, excuse me, mate. We need to go to the desk because they, they they funnel you to these screens now, where you check in at the screen, and then yeah, you go yeah, to the yeah. desk just to drop yeah. your bag. I said, oh, we need to go to the desk to check in because we've got a bag, but it's not showing up online. Oh, you just need to go straight to gate. You just need to go straight to desk forty one. You don't need to be here in this queue. So that was slightly annoying, but we were already early, so we went over to this queue at desk forty one. Mm-hmm. Spoke to the lady. I said to her. Cat like oh should we, should we say anything? I was like, it's fine, we'll just we'll just go through, see what happens. If anything yeah. comes, we'll face it. So I immediately disobeyed my own advice. I was like, <laughs> all right, we've got <laughs> to check, we've got to check in here because um we've got a transferred bag from a different voucher from a flight that was wasn't used. So you've immediately set you cetera, yourself up for problems, basically. She said, Um, are you travelling with a group? And Cat was like, No. She said, Well, it's just that you've got three bags to use. Oh. So they transferred all three bags. So we could have taken mm. a bag each yeah. and a bag for souvenirs. But and we've taken we've taken one years. small bag between us, which was fine. Surely it would be a bit s- suspicious if a if couple turned flew- up for a weekend with three bags, especially <laughs> flying back from 3 kilogram bags
1: to Luton bags. <laughs> with three full yeah. bags. We like, could have used another in the bag bags. to be fair
0: with the amount of stuff we were bringing back. But so yeah, going out there was fine. The okay. flight was only 45 minutes, and yeah, okay. we landed at um, Schiphol, got the train to Amsterdam Central, and wandered to the hotel. Got there about half eight. See any seven 747s? Not on the way there, no.
1: In Amsterdam Airport? No. A380s? No. 777s? Mm, I guess you'd have no, seen it. No, I really? one. Yeah. Oh,
0: didn't. I saw one. A340s? Didn't see a lot,
1: would be the answer.
0: No, okay. All just bear in mind that, that um, this is a
1: car podcast. I'm oh, trying yes, to lead I you did, off. things to just realize that. <laughs> Let's give the listeners something immediately, straight into cars before you continue with the story, right. which was the car that you messaged me about while you were there.
0: Oh, right, yes, okay. Let's do that. I I wandered past this car on the first day. I thought, that's odd. And then didn't take a picture of it for whatever reason. And then the last day, we wandered wandered back past it. Yeah. And I thought, oh, actually, we'll take a picture of this and we can put it on the podcast and talk about it. So it was called. So it looked to me a bit like one of the modern sort of SUVs, if you like, but not like a a Tiguan, more of the sort of like a Hyundai or something like that. You'll know as soon as you look at the picture that you're loading up now. I imagine which car I'm thinking of. It might have been an Ionic or something that I was
1: thinking of. Uh, yeah, it, I think it's a Hyundai. But I can't think. I think it is a Hyundai, yeah, Hyundai Ionic Five. Oh, Okay, cool. That's um, well, so that's it's, the it's, boxiness. It's not necessarily the yeah. overall size, but yeah.
0: but on it, it said Links and Co. one which nicely segues into you telling us about it. So that's I haven't done any research. No. I just
1: saw it, sent it to you. Well when you sent it to me, I, I, I thought, well, actually, I haven't... When you when you sent the first picture, I was thinking, oh, is that a new Citroën? Because that's what it kind of looked like to me. Yeah. Possibly a new Citroën, possibly a new Peugeot. It had that sort of styling about it. But I wasn't exactly sure what it was, and I certainly haven't seen one in the UK. Yeah. Now, Lynx & Co are a Chinese company. I think they're only EV. Okay. So They're electric only. And I, from what I understand, there have been tests of the vehicle in the UK, i.e. they've given it to journalists, journalists have driven it, given an opinion on it, but we haven't actually reached the point of selling it here yet. Right, okay. or, I, I don't think they have any dealer network, which obviously doesn't stop Tesla, for example. But you yeah. have to have... There's a Tesla dealership down the road now, actually. Is there? Yeah. As in, they actually sell them there? Or... Uh, I think so. Because there's been one it's in the... It's outside my gym, where there's a lot of car dealerships. Ah. Uh, I... Th- Oh, interesting.
0: I'd yeah, like, I'd... it's the one that's outside the gym that used to be Land Rover, maybe? Yeah. That's yeah. quite a large That's now site. Tesla. There's
1: loads of Teslas outside it. That's interesting because there is one uh, in the shopping centre, actually. There's a very large shopping centre in the city right. I live in. And there's one in there. And they oh, never okay. have any cars. For the last three or four months, every time I've walked past, right, right. Okay. there's just two guys or a woman and a guy in there. Just wearing so, like a Tesla hat. Yeah, like <laughs> and like with a big picture of a car. Right, because okay. of, I guess because of the shortages, they're like, well, there's not. I'm not going to help. Yeah, to no, there's loads outside there. Interesting, but so. I wonder if it's a, like a service. It might center be. or something yeah. like that. Um. Anyway, it's EV only. It's an SUV. This this O one model. I'm just trying to see if they've got a price. But the interesting tie-up is that, from what I understand, it's the same company that own. So if if you're not aware of it, Volvo was bought by a Chinese company years ago. Yeah. Volvo are a Swedish manufacturer, but they are essentially Chinese. A bit like, uh, who do I want to pick? I'm just trying to think. Um, Lotus. Right. They've okay. been owned by, and I want to say it's Geely, and I think I'm right in saying Geely, but by all means, feel free to, to correct me. Uh, oh, I,
0: if I can find out the, the a different answer, I'll gladly. Yes, and I'll have worry. to apologise on another
1: podcast. <laughs> we'll just call it the Miles Apology Podcast. Yes. Um. But yeah, so that means that they're essentially an Indian-owned company, but they're a British manufacturer, if you like. So Volvo, a Swedish manufacturer, majority ownership is in uh, by a Chinese company, right? And this company, from what I understand, also own this Lynx and Co. Okay. So there's some transition of understanding of electric vehicles, but
0: they're making their own cars. They're their As own vehicles. Links and Co are
1: making their own vehicles. That's yes. not
0: they haven't bought a chassis. Yeah, it's not like, um, and...
1: for example, Skoda and Volkswagen and yeah. Seat and things like that, where it's just all one. From what I understand, it's more the battery technology. Okay. Rather than the actual... I mean, it's not a bad looking car. Co- I think when, if you remind me
0: when this podcast goes out... It'd be worth putting on Facebook. Put and the pictures up that I took, I will upload um, and go with the podcast so you can actually, you guys can have a look so you don't have to Google it. I'm just trying That's to... That's f- dependent. If you're listening to this, go on the Facebook later and it's not there. It's because Miles hasn't messaged me.
1: Blaming it on me now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I paused there just because the. Oh, I thought you were just leaving a bit of dead silence no, to make it seem like I
0: was saying something horrifically stupid.
1: Because I think there was talk of this not being... So, it's, it's like, oh, well, there's another company that are doing this where... Uh, actually, it's Polestar. Their first car oh, was a hybrid. Vo- yeah, but they're, they're basically Volvos. And, well, they're also, like, the electric... Version of Volvo, yeah, but then Volvo okay. is going to become fully electric, so it kind right. of, you know, you're separating brands, which makes okay. sense at the moment because you're saying, okay, well, if you these want, these are electric ones, uh, and there's a few companies that are doing this. Aston yeah. Martin are going to do this; they're going to have Lagonda back, okay, and Lagonda were going to make their EVs, okay, and Aston Martin, were going to, and then they just decide now scrap that idea because everything's kind of going in one direction at the minute. Yeah. Now, what I'm reading here is that there was initially an idea, and this may have been. This is back in 2019, so it's clear this vehicle probably is not going to make the UK now. (laughs) Uh, But it was going to have like a three-cylinder, or yeah, it was going to have like a three-cylinder 180 horsepower petrol engine. Wow. Okay. Which makes sense. The way this vehicle looked didn't necessarily look, I would say, uh, set up to be an EV. Like the 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 shape of the front of it could quite easily have an engine under that bonnet. Um, and so I would have thought this is probably designed and possibly in China. Where they're trying to shift yeah. more units. Okay. Whereas when it comes to the Europe, they can charge more money and just sell it as an EV. But it was an interesting looking vehicle, I have to say. Yeah,
0: well, it was just uh, nice to see. I also saw a couple of other rarer type
1: things, oh, didn't we? Sorry, Sam. We were wrong. It ah. is based on a Volvo. We? Well, we. you or didn't know it either. <laughs> uh, I didn't right, make a guess. Volvo XC40 underneath oh really okay so it doesn't look like it no it's plat. well it's only platform sharing well. i think the underside of the body you know it's the yeah sort of frame of the chassis yeah, but usually if they share they sort of go with a similar style style thing yeah body don't they um i can only think that basically they've done that to the the front pillars now i look at it the front pillars i could pro. i could possibly see it but they've they seem to have done a lot right okay. past that so maybe well, that's either volvo have changed their design or Uh, Lynx and Co have got that design and changed it themselves. My bet would probably be it would be Volvo because Volvo would have maybe said, well, this is a good design, but we can make it a bit safer if we do this, that, and the other. Yeah. And that's what's really drawn them apart. But interesting vehicle. I don't think we'll get it in the UK. And if we do, it will be in such... Yeah, vanishingly small numbers that you'll probably never see one on the road. So it's not something we're going to sort of cover. You know, we we're not going to talk about doing a full review of it or anything no, like that. not unless it, things
0: massively change.
1: <laughs> yes. If, if, if in a few months' time we're like, well, we're driving the Lynx and Co. This, yeah. then, then you know they've uh, really brought so it to the UK. But... Can you remember the two other, at the moment, rare-ish
0: cars that I sent you pictures of? Oh. One of them we covered extensively on the podcast. Well, two of them. We've, co- we've covered both of them. One of them, we I think, was the title of an episode. Um, small no. car users and advertising on television for like ITV and stuff ITV driver sponsored by yeah see I don't watch ITV yeah I know but we've talked about that
1: being a sponsor for it <laughs> yeah I remember us talking about
0: it your partner owns an affiliate brand
1: okay is it was it Volkswagen no an affiliate Skoda sponsored by C. Cupra oh you saw a Cupra Braun I did you I saw a Cupra Coop... Bourne. I Sorry, sent you, you a did. picture saying, look, here's someone financed
0: you... up to the hilt. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> you sent it me on the first day that you were there, I think. Yes. So it's completely, like, after yeah. you sent me this other one, the Cupra Bourne yeah. sort of just vanishes out of mind. But, um, yeah, and then the,
0: cool. It was only just to cover up what I saw. And then the other one, I saw a plugged-in Defender. You did see a plugged-in Defender. I did. I was quite impressed by. You, you said yeah. there was a lot of plug points. Yes. I'll tell you what, actually, we can talk about that quickly now. So it seems like, so I don't know if anyone's been to Amsterdam. They probably understand the layout. More, it's going to be difficult to describe if you know what I mean. Yeah, that. yeah. So it's pretty much most streets are a canal, a, yeah, which is a, a road either side of it and some buildings with a pavement, but running along the where the cars were, the cars would sort of park off between the road and the canal at a diagonal angle. So
1: these actual spaces that they're yeah they're put into, but okay.
0: along there, pretty much running along like the, sort of the guardrail between the the canal and the edge of the parking. It just it just seems like. It's it seems quite temporary, but it just seems like a lot of spurred off cables from like right. the mains.
1: Okay, but I mean there there was so from many one main point, or
0: it seems to be like from just the main street. But I, I saw so many electric cars. I mean, I saw countless Teslas. Yeah, um, I saw a, a it must have been I guess a hybrid X five. Yeah, they run it, but running solely on electric.
1: They do. Uh, the X five has one of the longer ranges that you can get okay. from a plug in hybrid. So I saw I one of those it's just running 60. on electricity around the yeah. The, the Yeah, centre. that does not surprise me.
0: Um what else did we see the Cooper Born saw a lot of ID3s. That it, it seems that they they obviously seem to be a bit better set up because there's
1: so many electric vehicles in one place. Well also I think there's as as happens in certain countries in the EU there's a lot of government funding yeah. behind a project and once they put their mind to it they really go for it. A, unlike uh, certain other countries or the country we live in, where we always get a half between it. We get a lot of w- words, we can yeah. do something. And we're then... definitely not going to go into politics. So no, that. no, we're not. <laughs> but I was just going to say the charging network is a gr- brilliant example because yeah. it was like, well, we need to build this network up. And everyone said, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. But it seems we're getting sort of a very slow or slower rollout than we've been also, promised. Also, ours are all like, like big, shiny... Yeah, like it's, electric it's, charging uh, banks if yeah, you like. like Shell have been behind quite a lot of them. Yeah. There's a few companies. These weren't. No, and this is where I think there's a big difference is that we've sort of gone oh, I think the UK does this a lot. We 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 split off some things we do are americanized. Yeah. Some things we do are very european. And when it's come to the charging network, instead of a, the government saying, "We as a government are going to put our energy behind this." Yeah. We've kind of fenced it out to Private companies to say, why don't yeah. you provide it, and you can charge whatever you want, and, and we'll, they're going to know... make it look glitzy so that people turn um, up.
0: These were literally just black cables, spurring off other cables that people just plug in their cars into. Okay, so, so there it, wasn't... It, whether it's personal people that are paying for these things, and you just plug it in, they turn up and just spare it off something for yeah, you. Don't possibly. They? It didn't look dodgy. No, but there I seemed see... to be on every corner you could plug in if you wanted to.
1: I did see there's an idea in the UK from a company that said they're going to be a like an app for people to rent their driveways out for okay. charging. So if you have a driveway that has a charging yeah. thing on it. It's so annoying can, if you have a half day, like an
0: unexpected half day or something, you turn up and someone's just charged on your driveway. Well, yeah, I
1: mean, they've paid to be there for 10 hours yeah. and you're like, oh, I really need my driveway. But I, I kind of, yeah, they're not yeah. even there. They've gone off to work or whatever yeah. they've done. But anyway, yeah, just just an that, interesting side. That kind side of point. actually
0: leads me on to my bicycles point. Because it's where the cars were parked. There was also banks of bicycles. I have never seen. You've not been to Amsterdam, have you, no. or Holland in general? No, no. I have Moment's never Holland. seen so many bicycles. People are going to think I'm exaggerating, but I must have seen over ten thousand bicycles in the three days that I was there.
1: That's every, uh, every, that's sing- going every single every single street. The... Like genuinely, yeah. every
0: single street just had banks and banks and banks of parked bicycles. And then you don't count the. You, Thousands of people riding around on them. I mean, I know uh, genuinely there the, the the modes of transport in order of hierarchy and probably numbers, bicycles are well on top. Okay, like the bikes go in front of the cars. The cars just follow the bikes. Yeah, no one's like overtaking a bike there. They're just following it, and when yeah. the bike decides to move out of the way, then they'll accelerate. Unless you're on one of like the main roads. Did
1: you see many of those? You know, we have over here in the UK. We get a lot of the. Um... Uh, these scooters, the electric scooters, no, barely any. Interesting. I don't, I'm not even sure. Tell you know what, they do have though. You know,
0: mopeds, the ones that sound like hair dryers. Yeah, they have electric ones of those. Those things, deadly. <laughs> deadly. <laughs> when I say electric, you know, like a, if a Tesla or an electric car comes past, you get that sort of yeah, yeah, yeah noise as they go past. Because they're mandated to have a noise. Silent. And that when I say brilliant. silent, I mean you wouldn't hear. You can't hear the tires coming because they're unless they're tires. going over like cobbled street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't hear them coming until you're on the floor. Brilliant,
1: interesting. Yeah, with with the bikes. Sorry, I was just to say I think they're very cheap. You can pick up. Oh, they must They were everywhere. Well, sayat actually make uh, an electric mo- moped type thing. Yeah. It's about five and a half thousand in the UK. But I think there's an Indian company that are selling a similar thing. It would probably doesn't oh, have okay. the same because range
0: because they don't look anything different to like no, no, what, what you're imagining as a I moped. Think
1: you could pick one up for as cheap as say between fifteen hundred and two thousand pounds if you wow, went for okay. the real cheap end of the market, and then. As I say, say, I have one, I think it's about 5,000 ish. Interesting, they do have. So it depends where you go in the city. Sometimes
0: they're just on the. So if you're on the canaled streets, they're usually like. The roads are sort of like a. They're the same as the pavement, if you like. There'll be a slight ridge sometimes between the road and the pavement. There, the bikes go on the road. If you're on one of the bigger streets, the bikes have like their own lanes. So there's, there's like a bike highway, if you like. Okay. Yeah, these mopeds and the petrol mopeds can use the bike lane.
1: Oh, interesting, which
0: is pretty much part of the pavement. It's only split by a very small curb. Yeah. So that's quite dangerous in itself.
1: But I, I was, d- I yeah, was
0: advised you... before we went by a work colleague. They said, look, you need to look out for the bikes. I said, like, oh, yeah, I know about Holland and bikes. They're like, no, no, seriously, you need to look out for the bikes because you're more likely to get hit by a bike than a car. Like the, yeah. the people on the and he was he was so right. I mean, I think my partner's gonna have bruises on her arms because she'd have been walking, she was walking around sometimes. She had her phone out for looking for directions, or she was taking a picture, or she was just looking at something. I just had to yank her back because a bike was coming. About so, I saw one man on a bike who was obviously a local clip another guy around the ear because he was in the bike lane as he went past him.
1: Oh, god, okay, genuinely. They, yeah.
0: if if a bike's coming in Amsterdam, if you're going to Amsterdam at any point, I don't know about the rest of Holland. If you see a bike coming towards you, you move. because so they, No, they don't stop at junctions. They they don't stop. They just carry on. This cars have was, to stop. If the car's on the road that's got the right of way,
1: they stop, look for any bikes, and then carry on. The so bikes, they just go, go, go. What we're saying is that all mopeds should have a V8 soundtrack playing whilst they're and and bi- allowed one. And bikes. It, it, do you know what? It's funny uh, because the EU, and it's going to come into the UK, and I think it will affect the US and right. the whole world market for cars because it, if an EU manufacturer has to do it, so that's all your big German ones, the UK yeah. ones, et cetera. If they have to do it to sell into the into the EU, they're not going to make a separate system to sell in other parts no, of the world. Fair, yeah. But they're bringing in this noise restriction and they want it to be by 20, I think it's 2026, cars can't make, I think it has to make about 68 decibels when you measure what 68 decibels in a, in a car, it is solely the noise of tyres. Oh, really? That's not taken into exhaust or anything else. And what is in? That's the maximum they can. That's do? the maximum. If they're over 68 decibels, then they won't be legal to go on the road. And Would so when is this by? 2026. That's which means, insane. Yeah, that, that, I mean, it's a sort of sideways again. It's one of those glancing ways that they can knock push toward, combustion yeah, engines and push towards electrification. But of course, combustion engines can run very quietly. When you compare it to the sound of tyres, if anyone thinks about cars, if they're driving in a city, or sorry, they're walking in a city, yeah, what's the thing that you predominantly hear unless it's a Ferrari or a Porsche? Yeah, yeah. It is, the, the noise of tyres. Yeah, of course it is. But anything that's performance. Now, the the safety point I was going to say, this, this is why I like the Italians. Right. When I was in, where was I? Where was you, I? Say? You went to... Napoli. Went to Napoli. Napoli. Yeah. I would like to say at Napoli. Naples. Naples, uh, as far as for for whatever reason we have it as Naples. Every English-speaking country I think refers to it as Naples. Okay, but it is Napoli, and I know that because the football team is called. Well, know so I say, I know the football team is called Napoli. Yeah, because I didn't realize that was actually because the... they're called Napoli. Oh, okay. They, they keep looking around like, oh yeah, okay. The whole the whole rest of the world has decided we're called Naples. It's a lot like Finland, right? Finland is spelt, S, U, O, M, I, right. Sumi, Sumi. Yeah, or I think my partner, I think in Latvian, you say it as Swamia. Okay. And so it's got a few variations. I can hear her moving around outside. Yes. (laughs) I know she'll be going, it's not, it's Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But basically a lot of other countries, especially Europeans, know it as Suomi of some sort. Okay. And all the English speaking countries know it's Finland. Okay. So it's one of those oddities where, again, and Finnish people will leave and they'll say, oh yeah, they know, they're very aware that they're known as Finland around the world. But I, I guess it's just the translation. And it's happened with Naples and Napoli. It's all the locals, you're in Napoli. You can have a Nepalese pizza, yeah, which has the style of there. But But you're in Napoli. (laughs) (laughs) So there, uh, someone in a side street decided that they were going to attempt to fire out of it as pedestrians walking past. And me and my partner happened to be one of them. I was furious at this person. I can imagine. But the saving grace was, being Italian, they had a lambretta of some sort. with you a hear them. With a noise that you could have heard four streets away. Yeah. And there is a safety element to that of, I knew that it was, a you know, let's say we, we stepped out into, the, it was actually a, a roadway that came out into the middle of a path. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes you have these side streets in sort of older European cities. We have them in London as well. Yeah. And it is actually a road, but the pedestrian would never, ever know. Yeah. Because it doesn't dip or anything else like that. It's just the and way it doesn't It doesn't look like a road. No, and it's a very small part. You think... Well, you could just about get a car down there. But, of course, in cities, a lot of mopeds and stuff run up and down there. This guy comes charging along. But he just started his moped and just fired off. So he probably was 20 feet back and right. just set off at full pace. And that's what I liked about the Italians is he could have set off in a, in a sensible fashion. And I may not have heard him. But because he was Italian, he needed to go wherever he was going yeah. on his Lambert. He, he only knows one way of getting, yeah, which is quickly and louder. For me, that meant I wasn't hit by a moped. Yeah. And I say, it could have been much worse. So this is where I do question some of these EU things about, oh, well, we want to be careful with noise. All the things, they've done loads of studies to say, oh, it's not good for human health to hear noise all the time. You think, well, we've had it for 100 years, yeah, longer than 100 here, years. Yeah. We're all still here. And also, you, you kind of have to balance it off versus... Like you say, if there is a vehicle, when, that's when you've near got silent. stealth mopeds going, yes,
0: around. Uh, they're genuinely—it it beggars belief. Because I know you think I'm exaggerating a little bit, where they're
1: silent. They are silent. But what I know about you is that you're you're fairly aware of your surroundings. Oh yeah. Some people and just and it's not a slight on why, them, which just, is why cat's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just you know if they've got a focus, their mind goes straight ahead to where they're going, and other people are a little bit more situational situational awareness as to what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Now if you're not, and something comes along like that, you can quite easily just... Oh, 100%. So, actually, we need to make all things louder. So, the answer is V8s. V8 iPad V8... Moped, V8 uh, they moped. should all sound like V12 um, Formula 1 cars. Yes. Or the V10s. We'll let them sound like the V10s yeah. as well. Yeah. At in, a push. Unless
0: you're in a residential area.
1: Yeah, then they have to switch to the new hybrid V6 Formula yeah. 1 car so they can... And have like a home start. On, yes. Because yeah, I yeah. don't want to be woken up by someone starting a Formula 1 but car it's on quite, a Saturday morning. It's quite incredible, isn't it? Modern performance cars. So this is also why, just in case anyone's wondering, and if you bought a new Mustang or a BMW M3 or anything like this, and you try and rev it at idle, and it doesn't allow you to go above, say, 3,000 or 4,000 RPM. Mm. There's a reason for that. The noise test is done at idle. Oh, is it? So if it can't go above three thousand <laughs> RPM, then that's that's as that's loud that's as the that's the idle that's test. Right, okay. So that's why that because people might be thinking, "Well, hold on, how would a Ferrari get away with that?" Ferrari just go, "Yes, that's the limit of its uh, of, uh idle." <laughs> I, I do wonder how companies like Ferrari are going to deal with this because, of course, they'll say, "Look, well, um, the same way they deal with problems in Formula One, I guess." Yeah, the same no. way. Well, the same way they deal with the pollution issue of saying, you know, oh, we, we, all cars must have a fleet average of this. Yeah. So they go to the Italian government and explain why that is completely wrong and say what they will do. And are uh, given an exemption, along with a few other manufacturers, as to say, to say, okay, well, you don't have to fit into the uh, target. All you have to do is be less. Yeah. Okay, good. So we're at 225. So we're going to... Bring it down to two hundred and ten. Meanwhile, everyone else, like Volkswagen, they're like, we have to have a fleet average of ninety grams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, sorry, Sam, I've cut straight no, across I what d- you were I talking don't about. No, I don't
0: think there's much else to say on the bicycles apart from I. It's without. Could you rent them? Yeah, you can I know rent. You said yeah, you, you can them, rent them. But
1: yeah, yeah. Because my only my major experience that we compare to yours is your Stockholm. Yeah, Bicycles are very popular in Stockholm. There's it was the first place I'd been to in my life where I saw just. They, they just looked like they were going for scrap. Yeah. It was like 400, 400 bicycles yeah. just sort of shoved in a corner. And you just think, if I came here to get my bicycle, I would have... These, these aren't differentiated. <laughs> oh, outside the station, there must have been 50 yeah. like bike racks yeah, okay. full of yeah. 20 or 30 bikes each. And it's crazy, actually. When I think about it, I, was, uh, out, I went to Euston yesterday. Went to London yeah. and uh, came out of Euston Station. They have a bike rack there. But that thing probably couldn't hold more than 60 bikes, maybe yeah. 80. These were holding probably 50 or 60. And that's just each. And they were just dotted around. <laughs> I'm talking about one of the major train it, it stations looked like in like a London. bike factory.
0: But yeah, yeah, this is it. Like I think there's a reason. When you go to Amsterdam, you can buy... Obviously, when you go anywhere, they sell sort of fridge magnets. Yeah. yeah so yeah, you yeah. get your standard one that says like Amsterdam. You get the ones windmills. that you're imagining that we can't really talk about in the podcast. Oh, yes, I bet. You they're, get they're tulips, lots of them in tulips so. windmills, bicycles. Like they, they know they're famous, but there may be other cities that uh, that have more bikes. I don't know of one. No. If you said to me Amsterdam, I would say, "Oh, tulips, bicycles." I say Stockholm would. Didn't be see one... a windmill, weirdly. Funny enough, genuinely didn't see <laughs> really. a windmill. Even on the plane when we were coming in, which Brilliant. was a bright sunny day. Didn't seem I suppose really you have to be up in the countryside a little bit. Yeah, I think so. That's where the tulip, well, the, I guess the, where the tulip farms are and stuff. The
1: only comment I would have with bicycles, apart from the fact that I think it's probably the same across a lot of the Nordic countries, oh, yeah, is quite the, possibly. the quite opposite happens in Australia where I think I've said on the podcast before, <laughs> the riot police, and I mean the riot police in their van pulled over a young lady on a bicycle because she wasn't wearing a helmet <laughs> riding along the cycle lane in oh, the centre Oh, that's of a Sydney. fair point.
0: Didn't see one person wearing a
1: helmet on the right. bikes well this, was, this one was probably Dutch that I saw in but Sydney but I,
0: I guess they don't need to because they have such right of way yes they're never going to have an accident you're never coming off that bike unless yeah. you crash into another cyclist you do sometimes hear the odd you know if we <laughs> if you walk around city here and you hear a screech it'd be the screech of car tyres oh yeah you're like, oh my God, someone's had an accident so many bike screeching where someone's stepped out in front of them they've had an emergency brake on yeah. the bike and you just hear a little <laughs> um, but yeah that's it for me on bicycles How was... I
1: can whinge you're going into my rant now, aren't you? How was your journey back to the UK, Sam? <coughs> yeah. Right. I'm just going to check my notes. And just say there isn't anything quick I want to mention beforehand. I don't think there is. Is this the end of the podcast? <laughs> is this the end of the podcast? Do you want to is, do another section before was, we do this? I could end whole, on this if you was want. Was the whole podcast, Sam, talking about how we got annoyed at EasyJet? No, it's not. Um, well, yeah, let's give, put, give, give the listeners a break of your EasyJet experience. Of me talking. Yeah. And I'll, g- I'll give you the quiz. I'll tell you what, that's quite good because we started off with EasyJet and me leaving. And we can finish. And we can
0: finish with me attempting to return.
1: Yeah. It's quite topical, isn't it? Yeah. uh,
0: I got some interesting... Oh, you told me about this quiz before. Yes. You said you can think about it. I've already forgotten the topic and I didn't write down any guesses.
1: So I received an email today, interestingly. It was... uh, As (laughs) as, <laughs> as we do. Yeah.
0: Congratulations. As we sometimes get
1: from uh, companies or people who are promoting whatever and uh, it, this wasn't really something I thought we'd do in an, art- an article or anything else like that. But I thought actually it's good for a quiz on the podcast. And right, it was okay. It was headlining the fact that I think it's 27% of all drivers. Now, I'm sure anyone who knows how statistics work and surveys work know that they've they've brought that number out from taking a a survey of as much smaller and then they just built it out to the population. Yeah, yeah. But it's 27% said that they were not confident changing a tyre on their car. As okay. in, not changing a tyre, but changing a wheel. Yeah. I should make that clear because not many people would be, you need a tyre machine to change the tyre. Yeah. So uh, even I, I wouldn't feel comfortable changing no. a tyre. <laughs> but I was talking about, you know, taking the, the wheel bolts off, mm-hmm. or jacking up, taking the wheel bolts off, taking, it taking off, the wheel the off, putting the spare on or putting a spare on, putting tightening them back up, and then lowering the car down. And from that, they were able to identify from their survey as they went around the UK mm-hmm. the three most confident. Oh, I misunderstood when you asked me the question earlier. I oh, thought you said you were, you I thought you it. said
0: countries. Oh no, not countries, cities. Ah, uh, I was thinking worldwide. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so well, I was actually supposed to be thinking about the UK. Yes, right, I can get. Nobody understands
1: it because you haven't read the question. No, but I can now start thinking. Good. Okay. So the question is: There's they gave a top three and a bottom three for most competent and least competent. So this is asking people, would you be confident? And the question was, doing absolutely anything to your car. Okay. As in, could you do an oil change? Could you change a wheel? Could you, If it, if it yeah. came to it, would you actually be comfortable unbolting the engine mounts and removing right. an engine? Yeah, they didn't put a limit. Okay. So they just said, for any work, and if people answered yes, then mm-hmm. they gave them a score of, you know, that's one. Right. So they identified three the three most confident, if you like, that were willing to actually do almost any work, and then the bottom three.
0: So just to be clear for everyone, this isn't them asking who would be comfortable changing an engine, it's who would be comfortable doing work on their car. Doing work on their car. In any aspect.
1: Yes. So they just they all they did, did they,
0: they didn't give someone a list and said, Right, well, would you be confident doing oil a tire change, change yeah. an oil change? Completely rebuilding your engine, yes, and they, turning your car into a plane. They
1: did give them a list, but their list was flawed. When they sent it through to me and I read it, I realized there was a massive flaw because they said twenty-seven percent of people wouldn't change their wheel, twenty-four percent wouldn't change their oil. I oh, thought that's a massive number of people that were willing to do an oil change. I don't know any, yeah, apart, well, apart from you and maybe uh, our friend Michael. So a couple of yeah. people that have kept, but most people, especially if they own an expensive vehicle, I'm not willing to do a an oil change themselves because yeah. if you've got an, a vehicle under three years old, you change the oil yourself, then you have a problem, you go to the dealer. And yeah, they'll say, well, what have you done here? If, you <laughs> know, if they could find out. But it's just for a lot of people, they're looking at the cost of it, looking at the time and whatever else. Some people are obviously more enthusiastic, but they did do this drop down. I thought there's not a 3% gap no, there between definitely isn't. <laughs> changing oil and wouldn't change a tyre. If you don't have to change a tyre, you probably have no mechanical knowledge. If you're taking yeah. to the point of you do your own oil changes, that's quite a, a jump. Yeah, that's I service my own vehicle versus I I... can put the spare on from the boot. Yes, (laughs) so I didn't really like their figures on that, but I did like the confidence of. As I say, they didn't put a a limit on it, so I'm just saying Mm -hmm. someone must have said, "What you mean anything?" And they just said, "Yeah, look, if if there's things that you wouldn't be confident, just answer no." Okay. So I've got the three most confident cities for doing their own work to their own car, and then we've got the three least confident. Okay. Most confident. Now, do you want any clue? So listeners, obviously, by I'll all ask, means... I, can I ask
0: a question per guess?
1: Yes, you can. Uh You can have... Okay, yeah, fair enough. A question per guess. Uh, by all means, if you're watching on YouTube, you can play along with yeah. this as well. Pause it now, Go. have a little guess, write some down. Yeah, have a think about what it could Is be. Is
0: one of the popular ones up north?
1: I'm going to say no. Oh, okay, interesting. Because the... the I'll, I'll give you a little bit of... Uh, information that the the one at the very top for the majority of people would be it wouldn't be considered the north yeah you're getting very very close you're basically on the edge and if you live in london then you probably do think it's the north but it's not you think it's
0: the wilderness yeah okay
1: sheffield not bad sam it's not right ah, but you know what you are not that was the area away. i was thinking yeah that's like that, nottingham sheffield and sheffield's obviously south yorkshire which yeah. would then put it into the north so okay. that's that that would have made me... yes okay yeah i was very pleased about that being where yeah. i'm from to say that uh they were the most confident so it was uh... are they all english well, do i want to tell you that well yes <laughs> yes <laughs> okay that's but fine. but to be fair they said UK in this study, yeah. but I want to be fair to the Scots and the Welsh and the Northern Irish listening, that, yeah, yeah. that I think a lot of the time the the statistics are not oh, yeah, well managed. You know. I just wanted to know if no, I had to start I, thinking of Scottish I just, and I just imagine that, you know, they got a load of respondents and they didn't get any responses from, say, Glasgow or Edinburgh or yeah. whatever else, or Aberdeen, and they just thought, oh, well, we'll just... Well, too busy anyway. fixing their own cars. Exactly. Yeah, they I haven't got time to do <laughs> survey, I've got to go <laughs> and do an engine swap. So, number one was Nottingham, and that was... Oh, 30... yeah, that's number one. Brilliant. Yeah. That was 38% of people in the survey for would you be able to do anything, if you like.
0: Where do men in sheds live?
1: <laughs> so the next two, yeah. one of them, I don't want to give it away. But, and it won't well, give my it... next guess was Essex. Okay, no, it's not Essex. Okay. Not bad, but not, it's not Essex. They're not on the list. Oh, okay. I can tell you that for, for top and bottom. Uh, yeah, they're not on the list. Right, have to double check. Sam, no, I'm looking, looking
0: over. I can see it, but I can't read I've your writing. I've deliberately yeah. <laughs> scribbled them, just in case you could see. Oh, them. you could have written it in your neatest handwriting. No, I still wouldn't have to it.
1: read it. The the next two, to give you a clue, they would be considered the south of the UK. Okay. But I'm I'm only drawing a line sort of across Nottingham and saying there, obviously, I didn't say there's anything north. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that gives it away. The only thing I'll help you with a little bit, and it won't help the listeners, is one of them would surprise you because... We're talking about competency and possibly you and I. Oh,
0: I can't say what my answer would be to that because it would be offensive to the people that live there. So I'm going to bring them up in a minute. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yes. Because <laughs> well, you, you said competency. Whatever I mm. say now makes this sound like I think but people we will that live ex- there are we, stupid. we
1: will explain why once you give an answer for it. Is it the answer that you think I'm going to give? I don't know.
0: Well, I don't want to offend people. You've really put me in a really bad situation. No, because this,
1: this is the most competent Oh, the most competent. This is most oh, okay. competent. So Birmingham. You,
0: no. Okay.
1: Are they at the bottom? Do you know what, Sam? It's a good guess because they are not the top three, but they are in the bottom right. three.
0: I would, I would have guessed the bottom three.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I've got one. You you got I'm one two, the I'm the two for two. Oh, no. I've got Essex wrong. you got Essex wrong. You guessed Sheffield, which is not Nottingham. Yeah, but it was Sheffield, and Nottingham. Okay. Right. In my eyes. <laughs> and then you've guessed Birmingham as the top, and they're actually in the bottom. Well,
0: no, I... I I, I thought they'd be in the bottom. Okay. Like you were saying... You're just it was jumping su- ahead. You
1: know, you said it was surprising. So I thought maybe it was the other way around. Okay, so to help the listeners, we're doing the top three. <laughs> yeah. We've done number one, which is Nottingham. Yeah, but it, the, the country's ne- a big place, and I've not really got any clues, and I'm just guessing. Okay, I'll, I'll help everyone out. I hope at home, and, and if you're watching, uh, that you've written these down, or you, you're going to stick to your answers. The next two are in the southwest of England. Ah, oh, that's so annoying. So I was going to say Devon and Cornwall. It's not Devon and Cornwall, it's Bristol. Yes, that that is a shock. That <laughs> the reason. And so for people listening from Bristol, the reason if is you, if you
0: would have said Bristol and Oxford, yes, <laughs> would be the bottom two.
1: The reason for that is we have a friend who is not mechanically minded at all, who well, lives in Bristol. They're,
0: they're just very much. They come across as very much a anti-car esque sort of, but a bit like. From driving O-Oxford's in Bristol, Oxford's got a notoriously anti-car vibe.
1: But about Oxford it. were one of the first. I'm in 15 years ago now, They they shut off all the speed cameras. So there is there's a little oh, bit yeah, of no, a mixed I'm not saying it's true. I'm just there. saying that the stereotype is yeah. but oh, Oxford, Oxford are not on the list. Cars. So, okay. But you've got Bristol. So Bristol were number 2. Uh number 3, sorry. Yeah. 35%. I'm just amazed that our friend Chris lives there and with his incompetence on cars, they still managed to score so I, long. I I'm I'm just think it's being kind to call him incompetent. With cars, <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah, and and do you know what? We we're, we're not being too harsh on him because recently he showed us his BMW had a load of new Sort of knocks on it that, according to him, were there when he bought
0: it. We're in the car park, weren't we? This is the day you got married, actually. And I said to him, "You crashed your car, mate." No. Well, what are all these scratches then? They were there before. Yeah. I I don't think they were. No, they weren't because uh, well, I had a little brush
1: with something. A a little brush. It's it literally like he'd reversed it for five meters down a wall. So, you've got to. Going for the third, Sam. Going for the the second most competent. Give me an area at least. I mean, we're going. Really, uh, okay. I'll give you the. We're going as we're going south, very south. I don't actually think they would be classed as a southwest. And maybe I've been a bit unfair there, but I don't think um, it would be. My geography skills are Bournemouth. If not, you're thinking, not the southwest, not bad. It is Plymouth.
0: Okay, a bit further along then.
1: It's not. It's yeah. I. It's not right down in the bottom corner. is no, it No, I
0: don't think so. But it's it's more that way. Yeah. When you, said, when you said you said not down that way, that's why I guessed Bournemouth because I'm gonna, sort of in the middle.
1: I'm going to get maps up and see where Plymouth is. Sorry to everyone in Plymouth. I think because I thought you were right. All down right the bottom corner, three, but... so we've got Birmingham. Yeah, uh, and Birmingham were London. second to last. London third to last. Oh, so imagine, can you get imagine the one at the very bottom on the bad ones?
0: Um, where else? Ah, oh, see, they're the two that you'd automatically go to. I don't even know why you'd go with it for Birmingham. I mean, I was just, it was just automatically jumped into my mind as well. Yeah, in the it's a big, po- big
1: population, so maybe that's... Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, Norwich. It's no, not... no, because they, they've been... Yeah, sorry, Plymouth is, build their own castle. Plymouth is right down in the south I was right with my first first thought. Okay. They're, they're the last major city until you get basically into the sea. Southampton. No. No. <laughs> No, because they'd work on their own stuff.
0: Do you want? Do you want some help? I would like a clue. Otherwise, I'm just gonna sit here and guess. Do you want a really British, good clue? English cities? Uh, you can give me a more cryptic one if you want. Oh, I'm trying to think of a good cryptic one. Well, I'll just
1: give me a clue then. I'll give you a clue of you have people that are close to you that have uh, a support for this city in a particular Manchester. sport. No, in a particular sport. That's probably not football. <laughs> it could be football. I could be trying to just throw you a little bit. I, I don't, don't think
0: I know anyone that likes other
1: sports. No, no, it is football. I'll give you that. I'll give you I one know. more guess.
0: People I know. I'm trying not to leave dead air, so I'm trying to sit. I'm trying to. Yeah, it's like showing you're working. When you're I'll, the I'll go you're through, like through the, the answer that you've had so far. Okay.
1: So Nottingham were the were the most competent according to the survey. Plymouth second most. Bristol third highest, and then for bottom, you guessed third to bottom. Yeah, which was London. Second to bottom was Birmingham, and now we're guessing for the well, one is it Nottingham that in the very s- no no it can't be can't they can't be both
0: oh of course yes so they were in the yeah. um
1: uh, they we're guessing for the one that's that, think I, that was at the very bottom I and can't not, think of
0: anybody else that I know that's got an affiliation with any sports team apart from you with Manchester yeah me with Essex
1: yeah mine would probably be Nottingham as well anyway yeah that's I'd, why I'd i said. Say Chris then. For,
0: yeah. I can't think of anyone else.
1: Oh, I really hope your family listen to this podcast. Oh, well, they do. Yeah. Do all of your family listen to this podcast? My mum. Oh, Liverpool. Uh, I mean... <laughs> oh, he's not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sam's brother, by the way. Just in case anyone's <laughs> wondering. Yeah, Liverpool, that surprised me. But they came Yeah, no, that is, that is shocking, actually. They they scored
0: the, the worst. Because you'd think you're... Yeah, the areas where, stereotypically, there's some poorer parts... So, okay. you know, you're, talk, you're talking Liverpool, more, Manchester. The sort of place where you might get
1: a bit more working class people who are willing to do stuff. Because... You'd think you'd think they'd be at the top. Yeah. Because they'd be more... That's for, what... To
0: find two of them in the bottom. Who was the other one that I guess at the bottom? Uh, it was London and Birmingham. London. So you, London, I would expect, even though... I mean, London's obviously got some poor areas. But London, you'd think notoriously, people that live there, they're very rich. They'll just pay, so someone, they'll just to pay someone to do
1: it. I think what I got from it is that uh, the reason I, I thought nottingham would would score well, yeah, is because they have a mix of a, a real affiliation and a love for mechanical things, even though yeah. they 're not particularly famed you know there 's a the car manufacturer there for example yeah, and no, they also fair. are not they 're not in that bracket that you 'd say is the wealthiest part of the u k they 're not in that bracket of being in the poorest <sighs> part of the u k no. and I think it 's actually in the middle ground because to be someone who 's confident with working on your car, what you first need is a space to work on it. Well,
0: exactly, like for example, you would struggle if you didn't have the, the uh, car. I, I have a yeah, like a if space you ju- if you just mine. had like just a space, like yours is because it's under a cover, yeah, you've got a little bit more space because you've got the structure of the cover, yeah. But for the,
1: example, when I lived in a, a town centre, oh, and yeah, I had that's on a street good street parking. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm 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 confident could, with cars but you're but not gonna no. lay in the middle of the road <laughs> and if I'd lived there my whole life I would never have been comp- uh, confident yeah. with cars because I would have never gone out and done it now fortunately I had a friend who had a driveway yes yeah, and I've, I've just, always been lucky
0: obviously when I lived with my parents we had a driveway I've yeah, now got a three-car yeah, driveway yeah, exactly now, yeah it's brilliant for me <laughs> makes it sound like I live in the <laughs> poshest place ever just so happens it's a very
1: very long driveway yeah but, you know. I mean
0: it's it's like a tacked on Street on the end of a, an old village, isn't it? But yes, they've tried. So they to just keep, had the space. They've made it in keeping. Yeah, in they the have, village, yeah. but they've given it a massive. Every every house has got a massive driveway. Yeah. you can fit at least three cars on and a garage.
1: So, so that, that that was why I kind of thought. Oh, okay. I wasn't too surprised at Nottingham for that reason. No, it, no, it, that sort of fits in that. But I was thinking more of you've got to be out a little bit countryside wise to have the space, and also yeah, you want to know people that have maybe a bit more advanced tooling. And I, I thought that's why London might fall into it because. How many people know someone who knows someone at a garage who is willing to yeah. let them have a hoist for a weekend or something? You know, <laughs> yeah. if you're just work... popping down to the garage to yeah. pick up the ramp. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just bring it... it home, just towing it, <laughs> it down the street. <laughs> From the garages I know in London, unfortunately, to make you, make you rent on your premises, you've got to be open seven days a week and you know those tools have got to be earning your money. So yeah. Birmingham was a bit of a mix. I didn't expect it to be down there. I think because it's quite a, a big city, Again, that makes... And I think Liverpool's falling into the same thing, Mm -hmm. is that if you're surveying people, the people that are going to answer surveys are not necessarily people that... (laughs) So you've got to have a cross-section of people that are both willing to work on their cars, but also willing to, I don't know, accept the prize of maybe winning a £10 voucher for somewhere... (laughs) Take a survey. That's the problem with doing a survey. And being you, from Nottingham, I can tell wh- you, I would definitely fill out a survey as possible. I would. Yes.
0: So now, <laughs> there's a possibility of maybe being entered into a chance of a competition that may be dreamt up in the future where you might win a pound. Yes. I'm in. <laughs> yes, I'm in. <laughs> the survey also takes three days to fill yeah, out. That's fine. No worries. I'll put the time off <laughs> <laughs> to win a lollipop.
1: <laughs> so yeah, just an interesting one. I thought, um to no, go into that. Very good. There, let's. I'm going to save uh, a section that I want to do. Because it's a bit of a longer section. And I want to talk to you in this podcast. Uh, so I'll sort of you want to pepper- talk
0: to me? That's very nice of you, We'll just yeah. like to talk about Oh, just anything. You've got mate. stuff going on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a, uh, I said at the start of the podcast, we had a comment on our YouTube video about um, cheap hot hatches. Mm-hmm. It was from Will, who'd sent us in a, a message before. And he'd said, oh, why don't you check out an R53 ah, Mini Cooper good. S. Very good. And I sent him a comment back saying, actually, that's a brilliant one. I went to go and buy one last year, and there's a story behind it.
0: Settle in, guys. Yeah, here we go. So what I, we, we'll what do... I tell
1: you what, we do need a jingle for this. We do. Do you want to just give them the ding of the bell? Can you just interest? I can you... edit in uh, jingles. So and we, stuff. if
0: we did, we we could record like a jingle, and you could put a bit of music over it.
1: Yeah, I will tell you what. And,
0: but you could put, you could add, you could add, you could add it in yeah, to yeah. the podcast. If so we could have wanna... like a Miles' Bang of the Week sort of thing, <laughs> <laughs> like a really cheesy one. So if you want to go home. Record that on your microphone. Well, I haven't got a microphone, so unfortunately I have to do it here. On your phone? No, I don't. no my, my phone doesn't have a microphone. Does it not? No. It's
1: one of those phones without a microphone, yes. so it can't make calls? No. <laughs> I'm
0: a modern man. I don't <laughs> make calls. I only text. I, so, yes. I removed the microphone. Yes. To save weight.
1: So you're like that bloke who... It's uh, to save weight, Miles. Yes. I'm all enough. about weight saving. So, so Okay. <laughs> we can. You can make a jingle and I will put it in. If okay. you make it... I'll, yep, I'll, it I'll record it. No, no. Fine. Record yep. it and edit yep, it. I'll record it. You edit it and put it in. There we go, Yeah.
0: It won't take you long—five minutes.
1: You only need to find like some really old sort of '80s cheesy music. Yeah, it's not as easy as you think because you have to find it non-copyrighted. You have to cope down. You have to make well, it work. For I will our... happily just sing because it needs oh, to be worry, bad. Mate. Don't worry. <laughs> so with Miles' is bang of the week, and all you
0: need to find is like a a a, a um what's it called? A, a backfiring exhaust. Oh, uh, just right. to go on the end, and then that's it. That's all just put in. Yeah, so it'll be, it will be Mars's banger just, of the week. Just,
1: a, just <laughs> a quick one though. You know what? I I wanted a lot of different exhaust and sort of car noises for the start of our podcast. Mm-hmm. As people who listen will know, there's a, a revving engine which I would know. No, you or Sam <laughs> wouldn't because yeah, if I ever get him to listen, to me, it would have be who to, to me. <laughs> yeah, but the the problem was it peaks a lot of um, audio. Yeah, and so, so it has to be a specific. Yeah. So if anyone's wondering what our one is, it's actually a it's an old Mustang that oh. i managed to get a, an image uh, sorry not an image a an audio file of and it's sort of revs and stuff like that and I, I
0: love how you're explaining it to me because i've never listened to it no you haven't <laughs> and
1: to the people i'm teaching people how to suck eggs on the podcast because they've listened to it for, you know all these times yeah um but oh 48 times now i think uh, this is for oh this is, well, this is 48, me 48 and 49, yeah. Yeah. Good, good memory Yeah. I mean it was only about an hour ago. <laughs> but getting a, uh, a file that doesn't sort of peak the audio in such a way that it's like unlistenable. Because what we don't want to do is have people listen to us talking along, talking along, yeah. and then yeah, suddenly there's a huge noise. Sounds like excuses to not do a jingle to me. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. We'll find anyway, a way. Let's get into the so, story about Miles going to buy a
1: mini. So I'll start the story. Okay. Which And I'll was, tell the truth. Yes.
0: <laughs> the the start of the story was I'll sit back, you start talking and I shall interrupt when you lie. <laughs>
1: I've said a word. <laughs> <laughs> so it started... No, that's a lie. <laughs> I had seen uh, a few different cars on eBay that I was interested in.
0: All truthful so far. Well done.
1: Good. And then we're going to go on. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them had piqued my interest only because I didn't, I didn't necessarily know there was anything too special about it. It was a Mini Cooper S Checkmate. And the Checkmate has uh, just one colour. You can only get it in, in one colour. It's like a dark blue with some checkered uh, design on the side of it, I thought, "Oh, that looks pretty cool." Looked into it, and they actually all fitted with limited differentials. I thought, "Okay, so there is actually something more to this than just a paint job." And there was this one going on eBay. Uh, looked okay in the pictures. I I even showed the pictures. Did you said girl, no? Oh, I thought you said girl. I was going to say, "Is this a different one that we're talking about?" No. <laughs> no I even showed the
0: pictures to Sam.
1: So yeah, just I'm check. just looking at them again now. Well, not yeah. the pictures, but no, no. pictures of the car. So just check, I, I wasn't being my usual self and being optimistic. And even Sam said, oh, it doesn't look too bad. Which, to get from Sam when I'm looking at a car is... You, as soon as you got that back, I imagine you just sat oh, on I the bid driveway. I bid on it. Just <laughs> sat outside waiting for me to pick you up. <laughs> so I, I made my bid and I thought, well, I don't... Funny enough, I can fit in a Mini OK. But being very tall, uh, having driven them before, Minis are actually oddly well proportioned for people that are very tall because the seat goes all the way back. Yeah, they also the seat is really low down really inside low, it as well. Really so you low. do have more yeah. headroom than you'd Something expect. Something that is not so common in much newer cars now, because of safety and everything else like that, to sit low in a vehicle is not that common. But in those old minis, and we're talking, just in case you're wondering, I think this is 2001 to and just, just quickly, I know this is really boring for people that, <laughs> that are
0: not watching. I don't think this bit's going to be on the YouTube or not. Oh, we might do. But... <laughs> Does how how much does that look like the actual driveway that we? Were? Yes, it does.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Sam's just seen a picture uh, a picture online of one, and um, anyway, well, we'll get to that part of it. Yeah. But I bid on it and I bid something I was sort of comfortable with, and I thought, Do you know what,
0: four or five pence. Yes, and <laughs> I chew it,
1: <laughs> and I thought, I don't know enough. Like they're not something that I've really been looking for, and so because of that, I'm not going to go too excited with the bidding, and I won't get carried away because if I miss out on it, then it's one of those things of uh, what's it when you what's the saying well you haven't lived it didn't live oh god didn't buy a ticket uh well well, that'll do yeah yeah but basically because i because i didn't know what i'd be missing i didn't know what i'd be missing out on so uh but i think it ended at a very odd time and i was freelancing at the time and it just so happened that it ended after i'd just finished one job and i was like oh it's got 10 minutes to go put a bid in it was above what I'd originally bid, but still a comfort. Sweating and yes. shaking. I was sweating and shaking. <laughs> and, uh, and no one else bid, and it, it ended in, in my name. And I thought, that that's a bit of a cracking deal, actually, from what I understand of the pricing of them and the fact it's quite rare. And it doesn't look, it's got, I mean, it's pretty stone chipped on the front bumper, but it's a 15 year old Mini. Yeah. Well, what is in the I'm just sat looking there at? reveling in your own majesty. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it had a, a little bit, a tiny bit of rust by the rear uh, driver's side. Or offside rear light, yeah. But apparently that's a common thing, and you know, you just you just accept it's all it. the
0: things that you were telling me.
1: Yeah, so it's all the things I was telling <laughs> yeah, Sam. So it's all it's all normal, mate. Yeah, it's all normal for it to be in half and on but, fire. So what <laughs> happens immediately when I buy this sort of thing? I obviously message the seller, and without consulting Sam, I make a plan as to when I'm going to come and see the vehicle, which is usually within the next twenty four hours. I say see it, I mean go and get the money and turn up and hand yeah, it over. Not,
0: I don't think in history apart from. I don't. I don't think you've ever gone to look at a car and not come back with it.
1: Um, the Honda Civic. Uh, sorry, got. Well, I saw a Golf GTI with you when I yes, had my BMW. You did. Yes, and we told the story on the podcast. but how yeah, yeah. like, I, I was very straight with the bloke. Told him what I knew. What the car was worth on trade. Yeah, and no, I would that's accept fair. the the bottom of trade money because I was, you know, just being fair. And I knew that the car needed a little bit of money, and he still tried to kick me in the shins. Yeah, massively. Which, Yeah, which was really bizarre when you said to someone, I work in the trade, I've done CAP, which is a (laughs) valuation for traders. I've done it yesterday. This is the bottom figure and that's what I'm asking. Usually traders walk in going, I know this is the top figure, that's the minimum I want. (laughs) Yeah. So I was being very fair and he decided not to play ball. Anyway, that's probably one of the only other ones I can think of where I walked away. But made a plan to go and see the car and I think it was pretty much the next day. And I thought, well, it's summer. Sam, you know he won't mind. He'll just come pick me up. He won't mind. He hasn't got a life. No, and he wouldn't have been working out in the sun all day in the middle yeah, of July. Yeah. Just need to sit down for a little bit and yeah. just. What well, you sit outside. in the car? Yeah, or sit in the van. Yeah, because it, it,
0: it was nice and cold
1: in there, isn't it? So. Yeah. Well, there's no. It was no air conditioning. In not your in the van, hand, though, wasn't <laughs> it? And I'll let you take it from there. As to you, we, you pick me up, and off we off we march to where originally I told you. So
0: you're, yeah, you're gonna have to remember the geography. I so, know it was
1: a three. Uh, just over, a road, th- well, about three and a half. Yeah, three, because and a ha- of the...
0: three and a half hours. I'm looking at the camera in case you put this on, the, <laughs> on YouTube. Three and a half hours in the car to go and look at a car. Yes.
1: But I uh, bought it and, on eBay. And said
0: so nonchalantly yeah. that yes that you just said then. And to be fair, what is our usual deal for going to look at cars? That I buy you a Burger King on the way up on the services. Yeah. And that's usually because it would be about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. So I'm like, yeah. No, you know usually if if we need to get petrol on the way you'll just stop and you'll just chuck 20 sometimes. quid sometimes this journey it makes it sound like you're like we're not good friends so it, it didn't it didn't <laughs> it didn't become a thing between us but i don't think diesel was offered at
1: any point no <laughs> so get your burking on the way home. Yeah. on a seven-hour journey. <laughs> yeah, well, Birking at a motorway service is quite expensive. Mate. Oh, think, that is very true. They I think are nudging eight or nine pounds. For I a meal. think, to be fair, and the listeners will immediately think I was incredibly fair here. I think I offered a meal both on the way up and on the way back. Ah, oh, well, there you go then. That makes that up makes for up the for seven hours thing. worth of fuel <laughs> that you would have used. Yes. <laughs> So oh, sorry, up. I'm supposed to be talking now. And I was going to say, I thought we were going, uh, by the sounds of it, I th- we were going, say, either to Wales or to the coast of Yorkshire or somewhere. It was somewhere that sounded like somewhere else, basically. Yeah, it did. And then I put it into maps when the guy gave me his actual postcode. And I was like, that's that's the top of the uh, Lake District. <laughs> Oh, it's not the very top, but it's, it was a good top, way in. Yeah, a very good way in. Which is what made but not it. But not the scenic
0: way in. No.
1: <laughs> <It's> very <laughs> much not, the outskirts. Yes. <laughs> and then the very, very end of it, it was like the, the bit where you're thinking, oh, this is where I'm a bit tired. That's where it became really challenging. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the van where you had to drive
0: up some really steep hills. And, the and that van, van didn't not, have a lot of guts no, to it, no. did it? <laughs> very, very economical.
1: So I, I offered you a meal on both ways. Yeah. So, that so was, we
0: stopped and probably had a Burger King, I imagine, on the way out
1: there. Maybe even a KFC. Yeah, I think, I think on the way back, just so we're being fair to all the uh, takeaways here, yeah, I yeah. think on the way back, we had one of those rare services that had a McDonald's on it. Yes, we, did it, we it definitely got McDonald's Yeah, on and it was back. the only thing that was open. Yeah. That. And because that was... Harry Ramsden's,
0: which nobody wants <laughs> a fish and chips. <laughs> yeah. At which point it was about half ten at night at this point. It was, yeah. And I did have work the next day. Well, we were only, And we weren't less than two hours away from home. I was going to say, we were home. only two
1: hours away from home. Yeah,
0: so I definitely wasn't going to get home till half twelve.
1: No, but you did get some nuggets for free and some fries.
0: And on the way up there. I, I oh, genuinely yeah. don't know why I wasn't paying you for six. Sometimes
1: I think he's ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> so we went up. Yeah. Three and a half hours. So we we turn into the we turn into the street.
0: At this point I am on the verge of exhaustion.
1: Yes, you really were. Because really I were.
0: had I had come from work. It's not like I'd gone home and, you know, had a shower, got changed, freshened myself up a bit. And if any of you I know one of our listeners definitely works outside, but that you do feel better when you've got home and had a wash. Yeah, okay. Not because you're necessarily dirty, but you feel dirty just because you've been sweating and stuff all day. Yeah. So I didn't have that. What I did was got to yours, picked yep. you up, and off we went. Off we went. I think it was raining as well when we left. It was certainly memory, muggy. Was... I remember
1: it definitely rained on the way up because yeah. it was a real heavy amount of rain just yes. out of nowhere. And it, it was like July in the UK. Yeah, so and nice. I got really helpful comments like, whew, heavy, innit? it, yeah. <laughs> from you? And then I said, God, I can't even see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just to give you the sort of passenger he is, and then if if you're not doing that you're telling me some really boring story that yeah. I'm not interested in and you've in. been up
1: since 6am I've been up <laughs> since I don't think I had any work that day no
0: I think you were probably up from about midday
1: yeah and you hadn't done a lot fresh as a daisy
0: yeah bring walking out your house with your bottle of water yeah did you bring me one? you didn't need one <laughs> <laughs> so we turn into the street we pull up
1: Am I telling the rest of this story? No, no, you, you you can okay. get us there and then we'll talk about... We'll, we'll I, I then
0: walked off for a minute to call the, my partner and just let her know, know that I was alive because I think yep. it had taken us just over three and a half to It had taken us longer. Us more four because I think we got stuck in a bit
1: of traffic. Also, we mentioned about the rain and I mentioned that originally I think I gave you a figure of, say, under three hours because... Because you a liar. <laughs> <laughs> because it sounded like somewhere else and yeah. then... Actually, it turned out that although it sounded like somewhere else, it, it wasn't. <laughs> and it was uh, a long way away. And you're a liar.
0: Because <laughs> you definitely checked so, your maps and gone. Uh, I think I can get away with it actually being here, though. Oh, don't, sorry, mate. I didn't. Oh, don't, know. Don't, I don't feel, feel sorry happened.
1: for him because what? he, <laughs> knowing I'm late for things, regularly tells me that uh, something is happening long before it happens. And then I sometimes, on the occasion that I'm early, turn up way too early. Yeah. Yeah. So don't feel You sorry wait till it gets to the wedding day, mate. Oh yeah, Who tell me the wrong Not day. Not mine and Miles. It's
0: mine,
1: <laughs> <laughs> mine and my partner's later in the year. I've told you the day before. Yes, and and when you pick us up from home, <laughs> and man. I'll still only just be on time. Yeah, walk in. Oh, am I late? No, no, you're right
0: on time. Oh, good. So then I wander. I get off the phone with my partner, and then I wander over just to see you knocking on a door. Yes, and looking reasonably worried at this point. So we'd spotted the car.
1: Yep. So uh, I will
0: hand it back to you now because you knocked yeah, on the yeah. door. Yeah, well, You can that come back in in a second. That wasn't answered.
1: From... <laughs> It was announced <laughs> for a while and then it became clear that the person selling the vehicle was not there. Oh, because
0: the owner of the house had come around the back gate. Yes. This was just, this was still, it wasn't the height of COVID, was it? Because you were allowed to travel and do no, stuff, but, but it was, was, there was still, you know, and he said I didn't feel things. very well, so
1: he was hanging back from yeah. from you at the door. And so I said, no worries, just unlock it and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, we can have a quick look round it that way and then we can start it off and whatever else. Okay. Um, I think he sort of Gave the key over in a tissue or something. Left I think you put it on the floor. Key. Yeah, it was something like that. So we didn't touch the key originally because the car was unlocked. So we had to look around. Mm-hmm. And I, I, look, I've bid on the car and I've won the car. But as I've said, I think we have mentioned this car on a previous podcast. And we've sort of jumped over the story. But as I've said, if you win a car on eBay, yes, you're contractually obliged to buy it as long as it's as described. Yeah. So it's not one way because otherwise people on eBay would just say, uh, You know, 1995 Jaguar, absolutely mint pristine, uh, worth £100,000 because it's the rarest car in the world. <laughs> yeah. And then if anyone ever bid on it thinking it was, I don't know, a lost, you know, XJR that was lost in the factory and has done one mile, they'd be <laughs> forced to buy it. So there is, you know, they've got to be honest as much as you've got to be, you know, fair that if they are honest, you pay up.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a fair comment.
1: Yeah. So we had a, a look inside and inside looked pretty good. The inside did look very good. I usually take over the inside first
0: because... Yeah. We've told the story about the BMW with the horrendous yes. interior. Yep. Since
1: then, I do interior. <laughs> yes. So, so Sam put his head in there, had a look around. Looked Meanwhile, okay, yeah. Everything.
0: I mean, for the age of it. I mean, what age was it? It was, a,
1: it was a. fifty. It was a late two thousand and five. So we're talking at this point 15, 16 years. Yeah, because it's twenty twenty one when this is happening.
0: I'd say the interior
1: is in good condition. I would say it was as well, actually, for, for its age for and the for its age, mileage. Yeah, definitely. And I went underneath at the back to have a look at the exhaust system and just with your little light with the inspection <laughs> <With> light. <your laughs> light wand. As we've said to people, buy one of those off eBay, you can terrify any private sellers that yeah, are dodging Yeah, but you also look
0: like a prize ass. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, and I saw something on the exhaust that was definitely not there in any of the pictures, which was like a red... I've never seen this before. Now, you and I both tried yeah. to figure out what it could be. And again, because the owner wasn't there... Well, I'm we didn't know at this point bit. the owner wasn't there. Though. No, this was explained to us when I said, what's this on the back of the exhaust? Cause oh, oh, sorry, yeah. And then, this, well, as Sam... Um, was giving the impression that yeah. a, a story was told.
0: Oh, it was, it's not actually my car, mate. My mate's just left it here on the drive. So I'm storing it for him. Yeah. Um, I, I, he's at dinner at the moment. Yeah, first alarm At, w- at which point I came around from the bonnet. Well, yeah, I, think, so uh, I remember then, seeing then, Sam's head just like a giraffe said,
1: coming up from like the bushes. You know? And the thing is, you
0: were at the exhaust. Yeah. So you knew what I was going to say, yeah. but you were trying to keep it down inside. You now nah, this isn't warm. Yeah, this exhaust is not warm at all. No. It's just a really muggy day. I'm radiating heat, and yes. that's making this metal object seem warm. The I sun came must round have and been said, hitting this all day, mate. Yeah. The car's a bit warm. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So it's <laughs> so obviously so been so driven. The car
1: has been driven recently. Very recent. Yeah. Yeah. Considering when we turned up and we were a bit later than we expected because of, and so we had a yeah. bit of rain. So I think at hold-ups.
0: this point, I think you asked him about it being warm, didn't you?
1: I did. Yeah. And he—that's when he sort of said, "Oh, well, my friend dropped it here." it's his car he's just yeah. dropped it despite having driveway. said that he had been storing it yes. for him <laughs> so so he's made so sort of... oh, i've been storing it for him for the last 25 minutes but he's a side take for a run today I don't yeah. know. anyway uh there was a red box at the back of the exhaust and it was odd because you anyone would know if you know your mechanics you know what a silencer looks like you know what a muffler if you're listening in mm-hmm. other parts of the world you know what a catalytic converter could look like they're all basically just larger lumps of metal between the piping yeah this was a large bit that was red, and it was, it was like it was heat wrapped or something. I yeah, was like, maybe they've heat wrapped the silencer. It Doesn't really make sense they would do that, but possibly. Anyway, then I looked under the sides, and there was a little bit of you know, a bit more rust than I was happy with. But mm-hmm. again, but that wouldn't stop you. That no. wouldn't have stopped you buying no. the car and, at all. <laughs> and a sixteen-year-old Mini. If you're have an aversion to rust, then you well, you shouldn't have made the journey. At this point, I've gone back round to the bonnet. So, Sam's now put his head back under the bonnet, and that's where I'm sort of underneath the car, and you're having a look underneath. Sorry, I'm looking underneath, you're under the bonnet. Mm -hmm. I'll let you pick up here. So, something that we have, we we neglected to check on a
0: car that we bought at some point, I think. I think when we were a lot younger. So, I'm now in charge. It's a Ford Focus. Yeah, I'm now in charge of checking the oil on cars. So
1: that Sam's and I had my work priority. stuff on
0: which is usually why because usually I was coming straight from work. So I'll just get yeah. the dipstick out, I'll rub it on my shorts, just in yeah. the, like the the pocket lining so it's like a I can put it between the pocket flap and yeah. the actual pocket. And because it's work shorts it doesn't really matter. So I did that, got the dipstick out, did that, put it back in, get it out. That's odd. Just wipe it again, put it back in. Huh. Okay. Walk back around the other side of the car. Lean down as if I'm talking to it, mate. I'm going to lean into the microphone because I'm going to say it quieter, so hopefully I still yeah. pick it up. Mate, I'm not sure, but I don't think
1: this car has any oil in it. At which I've thought to myself, I'm going to have to question Sam's mechanical knowledge here. Obviously, Sam's an idiot. Well, <laughs> at this point, I've basically apart, of, you know, the, I've seen the rust, I've seen the odd red bit on the back of it, but I've pretty much sold myself on I'm driving this car home, despite the fact that it's warm and it's been driven, and there's a few, there's enough red flags that would put. Some people off. Sam would left. I'd have left, (laughs) but I'm still pretty much of the version. Yes, I'm still going to buy it. And so I then wanted to have oil, but (laughs) after my third attempt at dipping the dipstick and getting nothing, I'm just sat there going, "I know how to check a dipstick, but all right, fine, you carry on." And the guy had the had a brilliant. I mean, it was the best I could have thought. I used to sell cars. Okay, I mean that he was quick. He was he was sharp. I I. Okay, I may be a little bit more honest, but sometimes you have to have a quick answer because there can be some things that are a bit more innocent that yeah, appear that seem, dodgy. Yeah, that seem dodgy. And, and if you've got, got a quick answer, some people are like, oh, that's fair enough. But his answer was lightning. And he was like... <laughs> He'd oh. almost said it before you'd finished yes. speaking. <laughs> As if eight people had turned up before me <laughs> yeah. and said, um, oh, it's just the angle of the driveway.
0: Yes. Yeah. And,
1: and you and All I looked, the oil has run away. Has sloshed... To where? ...away from the edge of the ditch. <laughs> and we're looking at the angle this car's parked at. And to be fair... It was on a very slight sort of gradient side to yeah. side. Unfortunately for him, a slight gradient side to side all sloshed, sloshed down five litres of oil or whatever <laughs> it is. And also down towards the front of the engine. Yeah, so it should really be picking something up. And I said to him, it's bone dry, though. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm sort of making contact with the bottom of the pan yeah, and, and you get there's oil there yeah, and, yeah. you know, whatever else. It's, there's nothing here. Oh, well, why don't you take it for a run and find it? I was thinking, you know, if I break the car, I've bought it, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, okay, you can have the argument and whatever when you go back. But I don't, I just, I don't need that amount of hassle in my life. No, a hundred percent not. I certainly am starting to worry about the fact if it's been driven and it's got <laughs> no oil in it. Now, at this point, Sam, as he sometimes I, does, I'm almost back in the car at yes. this point. Sam's backed away from the V. Like he's, if I asked him to inspect anything else, his only answer would be, "Why would I bother?" Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> and also, you know that. Which also, is why you didn't ask me anything. I, I opened up the, uh, the boot, and in, in the back of it were just bits of the car. Yeah, they were like just exhaust, random bits as like, well. Like exhaust pipework that didn't really look like it fit anywhere. Yeah. And I think a couple of speakers, even though the speakers in the car didn't appear like they had been replaced. Mm-hmm. And a couple of trim pieces, and ironically, I think, some screen wash or something. No oil, but there was. You know, I bet yeah. that car had a full screen wash. Oh, well, why wouldn't it? Because yeah. that's what people check. They don't check the oil. So because of that I didn't buy an R53 Mini Cooper S and I I'd sold myself well, I mean, To be fair we tried let's just, let, let's finish miles okay sorry we tried to leave and then he said I'll
0: oh, call my mate did his mate ever turn up No but no. his mate apparently would have all the answers He was he was round the corner at a restaurant Yeah which I cons- don't know how long this corner was because we were still there for a good 20 minutes afterwards
1: and where we had driven to was very much the sticks of the lake district. Yeah. So there the restaurant around the corner would have been, I would imagine, a pub or something, or something we would have driven past. I am to this day convinced he was the owner of the car. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, it just, because um, his phone call to when, his friend was very well, sort of orchestrated as well. Yeah,
0: you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're
1: here. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and just, not just, listening. No, just exactly. a completely
1: vacant look on his face as he's waiting and, for these and non responsive answers. And uh, him saying, oh, they're not interested in it. Like, they, they don't want to. Oh, oh, you, you got some. All oh, right, well, okay. And then he said to us, "Oh, he's, he's going to come back." I unless he's got five litres of oil with him, and yeah. he has a story as to why he's removed it from the car an hour ago, <laughs> he's just holding it in his hands.
0: Yeah. <laughs> then I can't. Well, I don't like to keep the oil in there; it gets dirty. Yeah, so exactly. I remove yeah. it every time I get yeah, home. Someone might nick it. Yeah. I you like know, to those people go around siphoning oil.
1: Yes, that's the new thing. It's not petrol; it's oil. are yeah. <laughs> Siphoning oil. Anyway. So, Yeah, I think that was. It he were... tried
0: to stop us leaving several times. I was, I was ecstatic on the way home. That I hadn't. I, and I was... we'd driven all that way to not buy To be fair, I think I was actually quite nice to you about it. You
1: were. And to for be once. fair to Sam, he, does, he has said to me many a times, but he said on that day, he said, I don't mind having driven all this way for you not to buy it. I because... made
0: the point that I said, all this way.
1: Yes. Just because... to emphasise how much of an inconvenience you are on my life. <laughs> but the pressure is up. You know, you've asked someone to drive a long, long distance. Of course, you've reimbursed the pressure. them very well. You don't feel the pressure to buy anything just because of me.
0: Don't try and blame <laughs> your rubbish purchases <laughs> on the fact that you felt pressure because I'd driven to Wales and you were looking at a Vauxhall Astra.
1: Oh, yeah. I bought it anyway. And yeah. the, type, the Type R. Anyway, sorry. Different story. Um, yeah. So in the end... We turned around, and that was the last. Because at that point, I was pretty much sold on the idea I wanted a Checkmate model, because it had the yeah. limited slip diff. It was one of the later ones. It had quite a nice color to it. It had alloys that are unique to that one. They did put them on the newer, the next generation, the And R-56. you thought you might be able to
0: make some money in the future on it. And thought... <laughs> guttingly,
1: I mean, and I'm not saying that one would have gone off in price, but you cannot get one in poor condition for less than three times what I had bid on that one. So sometimes I suppose you just have to take a chance and hold on to a broken car. Well I don't think you'd have got home. But if I'd have been recovered, taken home, left it in the driveway for hmm. 6 months, it would have actually either maintained you Don't have a driveway. Uh in the space that I've oh, got. Okay. Oh sorry. Left it on Sam's driveway.
0: At, the, at that time I didn't have a driveway.
1: Let's be realistic, Sam's mother's driveway. She didn't have a driveway. She has a space though. And I know she doesn't use it very often. That's true. Yeah, my sister does though. No, well, your sister would have found there was a mini parked in there. <laughs> and we could have parked have said, in the visitor's space. When she would have gone to your mum and said, why is there a car parked in your space? Jill would have given that resigned look and they would have known. She hadn't seen it at this point. She'd
0: just gone, <laughs> oh, I assume
1: Miles has bought something. Yes, <laughs> I assume something's been left in my <laughs> yeah. parking space, yeah. Anyway, that's our story. Let's finish the podcast with Sam's EasyJet story. Oh, I
0: should put down my fan for this. Yes, Apologies Sam's if been you, fanning If himself. you have heard any slight wafting, I do apologise, but it is, monumentally
1: hot in it's here. it's a right very moment. hot day we record with a lot of electrical equipment we've got and i'm uh, not massively good with heat no and you've been working outside all day long yeah so i'm already in a hot state yeah. of mind as yeah.
0: usual i haven't had a chance of a shower i've just been dragged over to do something for um, miles.
1: but for your sound quality listeners we don't have air conditioners or fans on because or windows open no because there's just there's a certain amount of noise you can take out yeah, yeah but otherwise you start to lose sound quality and we're doing the best we but can yes so I am starting a petition,
0: starting with our podcast <laughs> listeners. We're all going gonna to club together now. We're going to be the miles-driven community together. So we are a community of the miles-driven and not flying with EasyJet. We're going to make a pact now. We can all sign this together verbally. So after three, we're going to say yes. One, two, three, we're yes. We're not flying with EasyJet. <laughs> Very good.
1: What, why is it particular? I mean, would you say all budgets or are you just saying
0: EasyJet? Uh, do you know what? It's been so long since I've flown with any others. I will, I, give the, I, I will be fair, because yep. unlike you, I'm not massively sweeping with my statements. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the two of us, I'm the fair and reasoned one. Okay. I would give all of them a chance. I would like to give them a chance just to see if they can be as bad. And it's going to be very difficult as not bad. to swear. So if you put some beeps in, I'm sorry. Yes, okay. <laughs> so we, when we landed, we got to the hotel, like I said earlier, about half eight. Yep. so uh, there's not going to be any more car talk now okay so this is on so the your best, way out to Amsterdam just if, if people do want to there if, they, it, if, you, if you do want to switch off thanks
1: for listening we'll speak to you on the next yes. podcast if you want to listen to me rant for five minutes or so please listen we'll control his ranting don't worry we'll get some information in yeah. there so
0: yeah so we so we were walking to the hotel about half eight my partner got a message sorry this is on the way you, this you've is landed. when we landed in Amsterdam right so my partner got an email that said it's almost time for your flight home oh. <laughs> From easy jack. Okay. <laughs> saying um Amsterdam is currently experiencing a lot of oh, delays yes, and stuff. Because this. they had one of their runways closed. They have. so and an arrivals and a departure runway. So they've got four runways from from memory. Maybe more. But they it use might be five. But certainly they So have. they have two departures, two arrivals every day because it's one of mind Heathrow gets ports. by with
1: two air, two runways. Yeah.
0: So they've got one closed of each okay. at the moment. So they're saying we've got a lot of disruption at the moment. Can you leave extra time? So arrive at the airport to go home four hours in advance as opposed to two, which is the standard advice. So we were like, yeah, that's fine. We got to Sunday and the, the weather in Amsterdam was pretty poor. And we went to the Anne Frank Museum, which oh, I won't, go, say, I won't yeah. go into details of because that will really bring the, the tone of the podcast yeah. down, but I'll tell you after You did say that it was pretty but poor But if weather. you do go to Amsterdam and you, you have to book it a long way in advance, go to the Anne Frank Museum. That's all I'll say. It's well worth it. Um, so the the weather was poor. We had to check out of the hotel early because we were going to this thing at 10. Checkout was at 12. So we wouldn't have been back to check out. Yeah, left our luggage there. Um, But so it, the weather had started turning. It got to about one. We'd sat in a bar for a little while. We'd had some lunch and we both looked at each other and said, should we just go and get the bag and just go to the airport and we can just hang out there? Because otherwise we're just hanging out in a bar for no reason. The bars there are quite expensive. They're sort of, we're talking London it's a prices. Yeah, it's, it's an expensive city. city. It, it's, yeah. it's not a bad point for them at all, but it is quite expensive. Is it so it is, should yeah. we just go to the airport? We can just go get, we can go sit in Starbucks for a couple of hours till yeah, we can go for departures. Then we can get some food. So, this is where I, I can see in your face how happy you are with how, what I'm about to describe. <laughs> so, our flight was at half nine. PM. We arrived at the <laughs> PM. <laughs> 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 we arrived at the airport at 20 past three. Oh, it's just incredible.
1: <laughs> um, so he's six hours early. Six and for, a bit hours early. For what, if you're listening in the US, this is essentially a domestic flight. But it, obviously people in Europe will know you don't need very long for, a, you know, inter-European flights. But Sam's there and there's no chance he's missing his flight. In
0: fairness, now I don't know again with this I a guy on YouTube, but you wouldn't have this if I hadn't arrived there that early. This that model. he's pointing
1: so to a Boeing 747 model that he very kindly bought me as a, as a present it luckily it Kat everybody. doesn't listen to this but I did say to her because I'd already bought one and I said yeah. oh, I
0: should get Miles one she's like no well it's another 20 quid you know it's probably not worth spending right I did tell her you were going to reimburse me for this model <laughs> and for some reason having known you for two and a half years she believed me really yeah. <laughs> I said oh yeah Miles asked me to buy him one he'll reimburse me for it yeah um, if you're listening babe and for some reason you are <laughs> she has watching me, has. I'll definitely <laughs> put this up now yeah, yeah. anyway so we sat in Starbucks for probably an hour and a bit On one of those stool things. So it wasn't even a table, a proper table. It was a table with the high stools. Yeah, yeah. So not as comfortable. We did, uh, when I was shopping for this for you, cat did see someone get arrested and thrown out the airport so i missed that because i was on the phone to you buying this this model (laughs) and and you couldn't decide between which ones you wanted oh yeah because they had a few different anyway doesn't matter um then we decided to move to try and find some seats just to stretch our legs a little bit try and find some seats near the departures board so that we could see which area of departures we had to go to because it hadn't been announced not only had it not been announced i haven't told you this yet they have six screens for departures right. that list the departures for the next five hours usually. Yeah. And it'll tell you where the check in thing is on all of them. Yeah. Our flight wasn't on the board when we arrived. Oh, <laughs> I don't think that I mean <laughs> I don't think I've ever experienced that. But. So I so we went and found these seats. I had to get up for half an hour I got up every five minutes to see if we'd got if to you'd ni- even reach the board. To see if got to we got to the nine thirty. We got to the nine thirties and we were the sixth nine thirty. so I had to wait for it. To, Wait, come on! I checked online and it told us where we had to go. So I was yeah. like it was at this point twenty past five, so we're talking four so hours and t- ten minutes before the flight. So
1: you've been there two hours now. Yeah. What most people would give as absolute maximum for yeah. their long haul flight to get to the airport <laughs> so, ahead of time. So yeah. at
0: this point, we went up to departures because I'd found
1: yeah. where we were supposed to go. Okay, so you can go through security and just get your yeah. stuff on the other side. Yeah. Well,
0: you, you you're fifty fifty on whether you can because you're still checking in four hours early before yeah, the flight. Yeah.
1: So we're going upstairs to see if we can check in. <laughs> <laughs> again a
0: question i've never i've told you any of this going <laughs> no, forwards apart no. from the end of it so this would make you laugh as well so we get up there we find the easy jet section we join the relatively small queue of about 20 people so we're there for 5 minutes it's now 527 at this point i yeah. remember because it's quite it's important to the story yeah so we get to the front of the queue it's 529 so i'm like okay 4 hours and a minute early this would be a record yes <laughs> get to the gate she's like they don't ask you where you're flying now they so just up, they just you, ask already? you
1: They told you to to be there early. Yeah. You've got there Sam early, which is even earlier. They said four hours early. Yeah, okay. But
0: you can't check in until two hours early still. Okay. Maybe two and a half. I think they changed it to. So they don't ask you for your flight with EasyJet anymore. They just ask you for your passport. And then they put your information in and it brings it up on their screen where you're going. Okay, cool. So we gave them that. Then she typed it in. I could hear her tapping about tap, 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 tap. And then she just looked confused for a second. And I was like, oh, here we go. Because Kat was like, oh, I don't know if we'll be able to check in this early. And I was like, well, we'll give it a go. If they say no, they say no, no. But yeah, you know, yeah. we've had a walk around the airport. And we are upstairs at this point. So I can actually look out the window because the downstairs doesn't have any windows. Okay. So she said, where are you flying to? And we said, Luton. And then she said, oh, okay, what time? <laughs> 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 so I had to say 9.30. Yeah. yeah. Which at this point is exactly four hours. And away. this woman's looked at her watch. and thought, <laughs> okay. she, she looked at her watch looked at the screen, typed something for a few seconds, and then this is the bit that <laughs> made you laugh. This person. Picked up the phone and <laughs> made a phone call to someone. And she was speaking in Dutch. So it was Bla, blah, 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 blah. London Luton. <laughs> yes. Blah, 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 blah. I've got some And then bloke. what sounded like 9.30? Yes. <laughs> and then she put the phone down. And then I thought, right, this is where we are 50-50 now. This is make it or break it. If she turns around to speak to me, we're screwed. <laughs> if she carries on, then I think we might be th- we might be in here. Might be through, yeah. She started typing on the computer, so I was like, yes, Okay, cool. So she handed us our boarding in passes. I was customer ticket number
1: one. He <laughs> sent a picture of that in the group chat just to celebrate something that his number never been one.
0: Yeah. I was the first person to check in for that flight. Yeah. So then we go through to departures.
1: I'm surprised you ever haven't been the first person to do a flight. To be fair, do you want
0: yeah. the story about dinner? Because I don't know if I told you the
1: story about dinner. Uh, well, yeah. Well, don't don't linger it too long, because I don't want to lose all of our listeners. But no. yeah.
0: So we went we went to a pub for dinner. It was um, they were very busy, short staffed. So they said, "Can you go and order at the bar?" Because if if you couldn't find a bit in the restaurant bit, and you were sat in the bar bit, yeah, you had to go and order at the bar. So I queued up okay. for twenty five minutes get back to the table to find a waitress as appeared to start taking orders on the tables around me brilliant so i've ordered at the bar we sat there and then a table in, a, a table that ordered after us got their food a table that had ordered after us got our food and then the table that had ordered in front of me at the bar got their food at this point i'm thinking probably should have had our food by now yeah so did i say after us ordered fortunately after you us. weren't yeah. in a hurry no exactly so we had time that's why i wasn't so irate yeah we ended up waiting including the 25 minute queuing time yeah we ended up waiting an hour and 10 minutes until someone came and said to us i've been up and asked a couple of times at this point he said i can't find the check anywhere i said mate i ordered with you he said no no i know you ordered with me i can't find the check anywhere what did you order i said <laughs> I, I i was really polite to him i said i felt like saying i ordered a refund, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> I said to her, oh, mate, do you mind if we just get the money back? Because we'll just go to McDonald's. Yeah, there was a McDonald's yeah, we am we, we
1: waiting like, that long.
0: Because I knew how hungry she was. And I was like, she's not going to want to wait another half an hour. Yeah. Because yeah. to be fair, they were busy.
1: But so they lost so cheque. So you had <laughs> paid for the order, like made yeah. the order paid, sat down. Yeah. Oh, because it was the bar. You said, so, OK. Yeah. So obviously, it has printed off in the kitchen. Yeah. Because it's,
0: it's gone through as an order. So it'll automatically go to the printer in the kitchen. They've think, just
1: lost the check. Do you think there was just like a marker on all the cameras of this bloke? And it was that woman earlier. Some <laughs> the, wi- blokes, the weirdo. Yeah, some <laughs> blokes here four hours early yeah. for a flight to Luton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, went to McDonald's, got some food, and then went and sat down. Um, at what point did we find out? I think it was about then that we'd looked at the board and it, just, it had that red writing underneath it and you were like, oh, this is only bad. I know mm-hmm. it's delayed now. How long is it delayed? So we got delayed by an hour. So we're now at half ten. Um, so we's, we sat there where you had to go and buy a plug to charge the phone because they had loads of plugs under all the seats, not one USB charger. What? It was all plugs. So you had to go and buy an adapter. because obviously the They adapter,
1: didn't have any wireless ones either you can no. just like, put on a pad. So we we checked
0: the adapter yeah, the we animals. had. Obviously, we checked in right, to the yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. My power bank had run out. Of course
1: you checked in a bag. So yeah, got, okay. the power bank's
0: run out. Brilliant. I've got 30%. She's got
1: 32%. This, this is level. why you arrived late things so. then. <laughs> you're too busy to play games on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: I'm thinking we've got at this point at least an hour and a half. I'm th- maybe two hours. I'm thinking people are probably checking in for my flight now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my f- my phone's not going to last that long. No. like we're the best one in the world. There's only so long you can sit still and stare out a window. Yeah, yeah. all the other shops are closed.
1: Oh, because um, you were there on a Sunday.
0: Yeah, so everything had pretty much closed. There were other restaurants and stuff. We we ended up in this bar because there was nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. Everything had closed luckily the electronic shop was still open they were just closing i was like right okay so i bought a plug. i saw
1: a desperate man Quite a good plug ah, actually it's four a four hour man <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it's a plug that's got a usb connector but it's got a an american a european and a british plug on it that's cool that's, yeah. so i can take that, everywhere, yeah, yeah, that yeah that was definitely. that was a 20 quid well spent
1: oh yeah i know yeah. Was, but i mean I don't, you we know, don't like yeah, to talk about it that it's what it is <laughs>
0: yeah um then we get to oh we get to one minute past nine. And I'm like, right, we've got an hour and a half. I think I, said to, I said to Kat, I said, do you want a drink? I might go get a cup of tea from McDonald's. And then I changed my mind. And thought, actually, I'm going to get a milkshake I'm going to treat myself. And she was like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Can I get a McFlurry? Yeah. Go upstairs. McDonald's are just rolling their shutters down. Oh, beautiful. On a
1: Sunday. Oh, of yeah. course. You're in, yeah, I mean. The so I came
0: of... back. That's a disaster. Well, well I'm, I'm so, surprised. This is Skipple Airport
1: in Amsterdam. This is a mental. Major, uh, I Absolutely mean, I'm just mental. Nine think...
0: o'clock on Sunday, the amount of delayed flights they had. Yeah, you think oh, we're going to keep some stuff open?
1: I'm just trying to think of the comparison. I I can't think I've ever seen the shutters in Heathrow Airport because that's yeah, the Heathrow, airport, JFK. But I've
0: I've seen the <laughs> <San> shutters <Francisco. laughs> in a
1: small Greek airport when I've flown to one of their islands. Yeah. Uh, at sort of eight nine o'clock. Even
0: but, Luton, uh, everything was open. Yeah, the the, pu- the restaurant pub thing in Luton departures opens at four a.m. and stays open till eleven.
1: <laughs> I suppose, but then again, better labor laws maybe. Very true. I mean, in the day, Very someone's going to be working those hours.
0: Um, so I went to the are the what you call it, the duty free supermarket type thing yeah queued up i got a couple of juices and some chocolate halfway through queued up for 15 minutes there got halfway through the queue realized i didn't have my boarding pass
1: oh uh, which
0: you need to buy anything because they scan you i don't know I, don't, I thought you didn't how you get through if you haven't got a boarding pass, how do you get to this stage oh, of the I airport? I thought you didn't need them anymore because they were getting the tax back. But oh, it's
1: from your UK. Well, they have to check you're
0: flying, so that you're eligible for duty free. Right, How'd you got through? That, that's exactly what I'm saying. How'd you get through security and stuff with that? Oh, one? Actually, can you just get through security with a passport? Um, I'm trying. To, I can't remember. Really you have to I... scan at some point. There, you have to scan your ticket at security to get to security. You have to scan your tickets. Right. Okay. The so so y- unless
1: you've jumped over that security, haven't noticed. So I
0: thought that's okay. I can go back and get it. Uh, they start pulling the shutters down. So I'm like, right, well, I can't come back here now because they won't let me back in. They'll let me out, but they won't let me back in. I can't get, I can't ring Kat to bring it to me because she can't leave the bags and stuff and we don't want to lose our seat because it was the last seat that had a plug point to charge the phones. And you also don't want to leave your bags. So So I'm like, right. okay, Uh, do you know what? Screw it. Let's just not eat. We won't drink. We'll just be miserable. And then on the, (laughs) so then I see that there's the alcohol shop still open when I get near back, near to where we were sitting. They had sparkling water. And stuff, I thought, oh, okay, well I'll just beautiful. come back and just get what I can. Yeah. So I ended up getting two Capri Sons and a bar of milker
1: I mean, I genuinely thought you were gonna say I so I came back. She had a some sort of alcohol pop. I had yes. the strongest <laughs> ale they possibly yeah. had in the store. I just downed a bottle of <laughs> yes. vodka. I just said well, <laughs> all the shots that you've got, I'll have <laughs> If them. I hadn't
0: been driving when we got back to yeah Yeah, another. that's the other side of it, yeah. So then we got to sit down, it's about half nine now. We've got an hour to go and think, well, our gate will be announced soon. So it said gate H. And then it comes up with a number. So H is the block of gates, and then it'll give you a number when it's ready. So I googled it. It said forty minutes before departure at Skiphol. They'll tell you. Okay. So I waited till ten two, still nothing. Waited till ten past. The flight's taking off in twenty minutes. So I said to her, "Let's just go to H, yep. assuming that's where all EasyJet flights are going from." Excuse me. <clears throat> Get there. So there's about five or six
1: EasyJet planes there.
0: Okay. And I know there's only three flights left. There's Manchester, which is departing.
1: Imminently, I saw this because Sam was messaging me at the same time, so yeah. I had a quick look on flight radar. Right? So there was Manchester, was us, yeah.
0: and Gatwick, which was delayed later than we were, yes. And there's six planes there, so I thought, well, winner, we're on, well, at least we're going to yeah. be leaving now, yeah. So it says H4, so we get to H4, that's the Manchester flight, brilliant. So, okay. but there are people that I read weirdly, those people I recognized from our Friday flight queuing up there. Oh, like, well, there's, there's people that have come out of Luton. Yeah, okay. So, they were obviously, the Luton flight is going from H4. So, we walk all the way
1: up to the end of H, just looking to see if there's... I'm still convinced, sorry, just to say, I'm still convinced there was a cancelled flight that was not told to you about. Oh, 100%. Do you remember I said to you, Oh, I mean, this will come up in the story, yeah. but I was basically looking for a plane coming in. Yeah. And I was like, Sam, there is no way that a plane coming to you... Is is in? Are you, I know yeah. you're going to get to the story, but just to so I'm I'm pretty sure that there was maybe a little bit of side of look if we don't tell people it's cancelled, yeah. And just well, tell them got two hours another one is delayed because their policy is if it's delayed longer than two hours, that's when you can that's get, when you start getting, you get yeah. a voucher. Yeah, but what I'm thinking is if you've got half one half full plane. And you've got yeah. another half full plane and you've got that cancelled. You could then just put, tell everyone, oh, it's delayed until the later Yeah, point, which you know?
0: weirdly, the flight we ended up getting wasn't actually full because I had a whole side of the plane to myself. Well, not a whole side, a whole two rows next to nice, each other to myself. Yeah. So Kat could come and sit with me. So
1: Sorry anyway to jump across there. but That's I just fine. So we mentioned. walked all
0: the way up H just wait, we because the toilets were at the end. So she wants to go to the toilet. So we were checking it as we walked along and it still said nothing on there. So we sat down. 10.29. I said, let's go to H4 get to H4, everyone's queuing for our flight, and then it magically appears it is H4. So okay. that, at their airport, you get to the gate, then you go down some stairs into like a gate lounge. When I say lounge, it's just a room. Yeah. So we queue in there, and then this is where that story about, um I can't even remember what you brought it up with, but like speedy boarding and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we queue in to go down these stairs, and this bloke from behind says, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, I'm speedy boarding. Oh, nice. So he's trying to push his way through the queue. Okay. So did uh, that get him far? Oh, do you know what at this point I'm usually I mean, you are I'm usually quite a calm person. Yeah. But I was very hot, very tired, not eaten, and I hadn't eaten and yeah. I I knew that we were gonna be heading home now at like midnight. I got to, go to work for sparkling next day.
1: water. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I sort of muttered as he went past, mate, you're not going to get there any quicker than we are. You've still got to wait for us to get on the plane. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what are you achieving? What are you Nothing. trying to do, yeah. But, and then the woman behind us, oh, are you speedy boarding? I am too. And then started pushing her way down. I was like, oh, do you know what? Good luck to you. Yeah. Because I'm looking outside. H4 is the only gate that doesn't have a plane outside it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else has planes. And Kat's like, well, maybe they're just going to make us walk over to the like, No, they're not. Because they just say to us, go to H5. Yeah, and then you just walk outside you and go straight there. Because it's torrentially raining.
1: Yeah. So they're not going to make you walk halfway across the airport well, outside. You have, <laughs> you have to really earn it to get across that rain, yeah.
0: So we get downstairs. They're doing the checking of the boarding passes. Then they're just letting people go to sit on the floor.
1: That, that's I'm not speedy last. boarding people,
0: though they've got some chairs down the side. Oh, well, that's so why you, pay, that's why you, why you pay, pay for speedy boarding, yeah. <laughs> so I said to the lady because she wasn't saying anything. No one at this point, nobody from EasyJet has said anything. We found everything out from the internet and just guessing, okay, because the arrivals board didn't say until 10.29 H4, so okay. we just guessed because the internet said H4, yeah,
1: but the in airport boards didn't say it's anything. not saying it. Well, the in airport boards, as we'll find out, were probably more informed than you were,
0: yeah, but. The lady checking in wasn't saying anything to anyone apart from, have a nice flight, have a nice flight. In my head, I'm I'm just laughing in my head and Kat's looking confused. She's saying, have a nice flight. There's no plane. A key
1: ingredient (laughs) to have a nice flight would be a flight <laughs> so you, and the key ingredient of a flight is an airplane it's like turning up to the rental car desk and them saying there's your keys enjoy and you just yeah, see it's just an empty car, like, an empty outside. car park and someone's just handing keys yeah. and you're like, sorry mate but... <laughs> so
0: i said to the lady i said what is the delay on the flight state of interest because it's still saying 10 10 on yeah. all of your boards and the internet is saying ten thirty. she's like oh uh, let me have a look types away for a couple of minutes I can feel everyone behind me getting rate, but at this point, like, I don't care. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. You're just going to get to go stand somewhere else in yeah. a queue. And, oh, okay. Well, the flight's due to land in four minutes. This is 10.30 now. The flight's due to land in four minutes. So we should be looking to get away at 11 o'clock. And I'm okay. thinking, right, okay, so it's going to land in four minutes. A couple of minute taxi, at least. This is when you messaged me. Yeah.
1: This is when you messaged me to say, and I'll just sort of cut in yeah. just quickly, because you said, oh, I've just been told this. Yeah. And I had a quick look on flight radar, so I'm back in the UK in the living yeah. room, and I'm looking and I'm thinking, well. <laughs>
0: unless- <laughs> and I'm on flight radar too, yes. thinking, well, there's two EasyJet flights coming in. Yeah. One's four minutes out, one's
1: eight minutes out. But neither of them are, because this flight's going back and forth to Luton, basically. Yeah. So both of these are sort of coming from Ibiza or wherever yeah. else. Like They're not your flying. I'm thinking, unless there is an EasyJet Concorde making its yeah. way across the English <laughs> Channel it's going to be yeah. there in four minutes, there's no chance, but...
0: But yeah, so the flight lands, and I'm thinking, well, they've got to get the passengers. They've got to taxi to the gate. So yes. that's you missed, let's you say missed. five minutes yep. for that, at being you know generous probably because yep. is quite a big airport. So that puts us at 10:40, if they've landed on time. Yeah, they've got to get all the passengers off. They've got to empty the toilets. They've got to restock the plane. They've got to refuel the plane. Refuel it. Yeah. The pilots got to do checks because they can't just land and then just say, well, it's it got here, so no. it'll get back. Yeah, they, they have which it be... seems like what they did in the end. Yeah. But <laughs> So there's no way we're leaving at 11. I, I, I'm At this point, I'm like, just be honest. Just take, If it's 11.30, that's fine. Just say like, it you... you can't help that there's been delays. It turns out that the reason for all of this was apparently, I didn't hear which airport they said, which would have been crucial to the story. But an airport, not Schiphol, probably Luton, got hit by lightning. And that's affected some stuff. with the, It seems like a very well put together lie. But... Just I be don't honest. Think I've ever heard like, of a lightning hitting. An airport we all Michigan, we all understand but, at yeah. the moment. There's a lot of you know, labour shortages in airports yeah. and stuff. Flights get delayed. That's fine. Just be honest. What I don't want to be is lied to. Told yeah. we are going to leave at eleven. Get my hopes up, thinking, oh, okay. Well, I'll land at eleven then, because it's a fifty-minute flight back. But there's a but it's an hour ahead. Yeah. Then you know, I'll get home for twelve, and you know, hopefully get to sleep by half twelve, and I can get up at six to go to work. So the flight pulls in at ten to eleven. <laughs> oh, it's going to be ready in five minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in fence, people are just being. The quickest turnaround of a flop off the that plane. I've ever seen. The flight landed, and 15 minutes later, the doors opened for us to go out. Wow. So they I'm really assuming were. the pilot did just go, landing checklist, right, that's done. Plane should be all right to take off. Yeah. Take Lat- takeoff checklist, check plane. Now, skip that's raining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> that, that really is a bus. Like, so, and that is genuinely an Airbus. Yeah. Because that's a case of, we've landed, we're going. Do you know what the best part of it was? So. Obviously,
0: there's nothing else to really say about it, but when we went outside, it is raining and obviously they don't have any covers there, so you just walk out, you go upstairs to the plane and you get on. The oh, so speedy on boarding in... chat was at the back of the plane, Brilliant. so there's obviously two entries, one at the front, one at the back. Yeah. We're queuing up at the front, he's queuing up at the back. I got on the plane before he did. So this speedy... I know it's nothing to brag about, no, no. but Mr. Speedy Boarding, that had to get to the front of the queue, Yeah. got on the plane last, pretty much, and was stood out in the rain for longer than I was. So it really is not worth your money yeah. for speedy uh, uh, just as a quick side, note, when we took, we ended up taking off, I think it was about 20 past 11, you, so yeah. 10 minutes before cut off for any refunds, yeah. which is convenient, when they did take off, they did come over and they said, the the pilot said, um, oh, sorry for all our de- uh, late departure and all this stuff, I assume you've been told that it's because of this lightning strike, and I was like, well, we haven't been that, told that's anything, that's the first, that's the first time I've it. heard of anything, then the flight attendant came over and said, we're going to start doing our um catering round, or whatever, they, they call it something else, but Bring the trolley down, basically, and ask if you want anything. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we are, we are low on stock for this one. I was like, oh, really? Well, because you haven't put anything on it because you've been so quickly trying to turn it around. Yeah. While you've got six other planes sat on the
1: tarmac. Can you imagine? The pre- look, The one thing I don't want when I get on an airplane is pressure on the pilots. So I know there's always pressure. No, I pressure. told you
0: there was that video I saw on Facebook the other day of a co-pilot loading bags onto a yeah, plane because so it yeah, was so yeah.
1: delayed. But it's the one thing you don't want, really, is it? You don't want. I mean, I know they be they, relaxed and look, doing his checks. They've got, exactly, they've got to fit to timetables, and it's already stressful. But to be told, right, these people need to be off the ground in fifteen minutes. Otherwise, we as a company yeah. need to do a, re, you know, whatever the. I think they just give you, I think they give you vouchers
0: for an amount. But there but, is, yeah, there is a statue. But something, thing that, yeah. that people can just say, yeah, yeah look, you were this late, it's two hours so I, late, want, late. I, want I want this. Yeah.
1: So there's pressure on them to not be the pilots that do that, especially if they've had other things out of there. Out of their hands, yeah. That it could have happened to them before, and so they're really not wanting. So, so I, I said to you, I said, "What they're going to do? Full toga down the taxi. Yeah, yeah, just so full power down the taxiways. Yeah. And just, are taking off. No, no, no pushback. They've, no.
0: they've invented reverse reverse thrusters reverse to go back. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we ended up getting home.
0: We landed at about half eleven hour time. So let me just uh, just to clarify this. You turn the, the like just quickly, listeners. The only reason this story has been told is because Miles wanted to, he, he dressed it up as, oh, Sam went to Amsterdam, so we're going to hear about his story. The reason you've heard a lot about my flights and stuff on this, and especially this story about coming home, is because he wants to make a joke that he's about to make about me arriving at the airport early.
1: Take it away, Miles. Do you know what? That's very unkind. Because I was not. Yes, you were. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was just going to recap the actual what had happened to you. And yes, you had turned up seven hours early to a flight. <laughs> yeah, we'll get that in. Well, actually, but I think it turns out wanna- uh, eight hours early. So you, you're told to get there four hours early. Yeah. So being Sam, you've got there eight six, hours six early. Six hours early. Right. but seven Until and... it got delayed. Yes. <laughs> and then after having had the airport shut down on you, basically, yeah, you've gone to a representative of the airline who has decided that the best method to go ahead from this point yeah. is out-and-out out lies.
0: Yeah, see, that's what's annoyed me the most. Is I could have saying, dealt with everything
1: else, but being lied to is not... What I enjoyed was, because you sent me the message, and it must yeah. have only been shortly after that you'd been told this, which oh, was, our yeah. planes of you know, on its way in and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I just remember thinking, well, it's not. So unless there's something he knows that I don't yeah. I can see or like, flight radar is broken. This is the thing is that you're saying that and I know I know a lot of people don't have flight radar, a lot of people don't even think it exists, but there's gonna be one passenger out of hundred odd people. Oh there yeah, there's are, loads of people on flight radar. Right. And so to then say, Oh well it's just landing and them just seeing well it's not oh, By and, the way, I
0: only really I I only asked about the delay because the girl in front of me, we heard her say to her friend, Oh, the flight should be landing in four minutes. Right, so you. So I wouldn't have point, asked about the no. delay until that.
1: Then they queued up a bunch of people <laughs> to an empty gate with yep. no plane and mm-hmm. told them you were about to take off. Yeah, which got everyone up and excited to the mm-hmm. idea of. I'm um, well. We've been here over an hour delayed. Yeah, some people like you have got there earlier, but you've actually been. To, and to be fair to you, for once, you've actually got there earlier because it, they have emailed you to tell you. Yeah. you must get you here. Must earlier. be here four hours early. Because so of all the at delays, the point where else we else were like, oh, it's
0: raining and stuff. We thought, well, let's just go to the airport then. Because if the queues going to be as long as they say they are, we'd like to get something to eat. Yeah. So the quicker we can get through security, the more chance we've got of quickly grabbing a McDonald's or a sandwich. Or, Turns or, out I could have I could have had a full seven-course dinner yeah. and then had time to digest it.
1: <laughs> so after that, after all this has happened, instead of them walking you out into a plane... With the gangways, yeah, which certain uh, play, yeah. parts of the terminals do, which they well, obviously they didn't have available, they decided to march everyone out into the rain, yeah,
0: which made, and made mar- us wait more
1: <laughs> out in the rain, yeah, <laughs> right. So this is adds to the enjoyment, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, great, it was lovely. Up some metal stairs into a plane that is then absolutely desperate to get off the ground because and very hot. Everyone on there is under pressure. Mm-hmm. All the staff, and you know, I'm sure they'll they'll have their own stories to it, but. I can only imagine in, in work that I've done, work that you've done, if there's a deadline that needs to be hit, and if there is quite a large financial penalty to the company you work for, unless that deadline is hit, yeah. there's additional pressure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so massively. They're all there, all of a sudden, like, we need to get It's not a case of we want to get off the ground. Yeah. We, we need, need to. <laughs> to get moving. And then on the way back, and this is a bizarre thing, you flew 22,000 feet, which mm-hmm. I thought was a bit weird. You also flew a pretty much lap of cambridge yeah well he did say that he said we're due to come
0: in we're going to fly left then we'll take a series of right turns to line up with the runway i'm going to ask air traffic control
1: if we can get a straighter route and he didn't (laughs) no either didn't bother or they said no what i enjoyed was in the english Channel. you basically headed down as if you were going towards dover oh why not and then (laughs) turned up towards cambridge you can actually see a right angle in your flight i was thinking he's flying out of there and going to here it's a straight line now i know i know Planes cannot just fly wherever they want. Well, no, but want. on
0: the way out there, it was a 40-minute flight. And I know there's the jet stream and stuff But, helps, well, I mean, this is a short flight. It was flight. a 55-minute flight on the way back. So, yeah. it, 15 minutes on, a, on that shorter flight isn't Doing the sightseeing distance. of
1: Cambridge <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night probably, wasn't it? Yeah, when it's cloudy, raining, and dark. Yeah, and then sort <laughs> of drops you into a Luton airport and says, on your way. Yeah, pretty much. Did you get anything In fairness, on board? Did you get anything like a, like a free no. oh, biscuit? Christ, they
0: didn't have anything. Oh. They had no sandwiches, barely any soft drinks. They did have tea and coffee, but surprisingly, since I was hoping to go to bed quite quickly, I didn't want to have a tea or a coffee. So. No, but you've still got to drive. Yeah, and we had That's... to pay for it, so I'm not going to pay you, for it. You and that, think? I, I would have
1: had a tea, in fairness, if they weren't charging £3.50 for a cup of airline tea. This is what gets me, is that if an airline has been delayed, there is very small things they can do Oh, to make yeah, things much a, better like you said a packet of biscuits a chocolate bar even a free hot drink which isn't going to cost them I anything I was going to say I mean because uh, they've cost te- them a little bit. But. T- a free tea for everyone on board would they've probably cost they've got to heat the cost... stuff up anyway yeah. in case people want it so, so a free tea and a custard cream yeah. is probably for at least fifty percent of that flight. Knowing how British people are, of it will have, have a whinge. It, yeah, and if someone does a little It'll thing, stop nice, taking any
0: further action of writing emails and making yeah, complaints. It,
1: it's something a little thing nice. People think, well, you know, we were delayed, we were walked out in the rain, we were lied to, but we did get a free custard cream and a tea. I can't so, be asked with going it swings and roundabouts so yeah. go. <laughs> but instead, to not do any of that, land you, throw you off the plane. In fairness, the bags were there when we got into the. I'm not thing. surprised. They were. They were probably flown on an earlier. No, they were predicted
0: to be half an hour. And I've seen someone today. I think we'll end. We'll end the podcast. Yeah, here, we can end it. There. But I have seen someone today that was at an airport, and their bags took an hour and fifteen minutes to arrive at the at the belt. That definitely was not on their plane. No, <laughs> that was the next flight coming. But yeah, so. Well, I think we'll end. I think that might be the longest number I've ever seen on the screen from when we've done a that podcast. That could be our longest podcast. I think Sam, it yeah. might well be. Um, Apologies if it's uh, if it's not interested you, because I know that aviation isn't for everyone. No, it's not. But hopefully, me in miserable situations is for everyone.
1: What so. did we do uh, car wise? We did the most competent places for mechanicals. We did a short we did story the about the & Co. 01. and the & Co.
0: Yeah, so we've done a little
1: bit. Of- We've done Mars a little bit. Stuff. It wasn't as autom- automotive as we usually are, but that's I think that's all right. Yeah. I, um, well, I wanted to hear Sam's story of going to Amsterdam. So. Yeah,
0: and you heard bits you hadn't heard. So. <laughs> no,
1: there we go. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, just as a reminder, we do have the website if you want to check out anything. Uh, that's com. Sam does the Facebook side, and as he said, he'd posted something. That was around the time he did this podcast. Yeah. So that'll be... You know, a bit further back yeah, for you. And but, maybe
0: some stuff with this podcast when yeah, we post it.
1: So. Um I so say we'll we'll post some stuff out around now. And then it's uh Instagram for me. Yeah. Which again it's all the miles driven. They're all the miles driven. So But yeah, if you want to get in contact with us by all I means do that. Sam, that's it. So yeah, I'm good. Thank, for, you for <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for staying with us. I think that is our longest podcast. Yeah, I think probably so. And uh well, we'll catch you in the next one. We'll see you there.